Blog Talk Radio. We may not know which way to go on this dark road. Mr. Duckworth. Session 10, Breakthrough. One of these lives, I'ma make these right with the wrongs I done. That's one of you not with the father, son, till then I fight. Rain on me, put the blame on me. Got guilt, got hurt, got shame on me. Got six magazines that's aimed at me. Done every magazine was fame to me. It's a game to me with a bedroom at. Sleep, I ain't never had a fast with that. What's fair when the hearts and the words don't reach? What's fair when the money don't take these back? It's rare when somebody take your dreams back. I care too much, wanna share too much. In my head too much, I shut down too. I ain't there too much. I'm a complex soul, they layer me up. Then broke me down, the morality's dust, I lack trust this time around i trust myself please everybody else but myself all those else i was myself outdone fear outdone myself this year you better one yourself mask on the babies mask on the eyewear mask in the neighborhood stores you shop but a mask won't hide who you are inside look around the realities carved in lies wipe my ego dodge my pride look myself in the mirror amity feel ain't seen nothing scarier i fought like a pit bull terrier blood i shed could fill up aquariums tell all my angels carry them Every emotion been deprived, even my strong points couldn't survive If I didn't learn to love myself, forgive myself a hundred times, dog I love when you count me out, I love when you count me out I love when you count me out I love when you count me out Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fucking it up How you gonna wear my shorts when the lies run deep? How you gonna bend your love when the bad don't sleep? Beep beep crash up feelings in the middle of the street Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up When you was at your lowest, tell me where the hoes was at When you was at your lowest, tell me where the bros was at 3.30 in the morning, scroll through the call up Ain't nobody but the mirror looking for the fall off I love when you count me out 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 Let me tell you about the woman I know That's my baby I know karma like to follow her strong I know millionaires that feel alone Anytime I come find God I still could find myself to a song Many find their life in the phone Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up You said I feel better if I just worked hard without lifting my head up That left me fed up, you made me worry I wanted my best version, but you ignored me Then changed the story then change the story Good energy in the room, drop the location, please Anybody out it for the one when I'm frustrated, Anybody it for the one when I'm frustrated. Trying to keep my good conscience in rotation Thoughts in my head, they living there with no Trying to keep my good I made a decision Ever give you my feelings Fuck what you from Fuck what you from with this Some put it on the devil when they fall short I put it on my ego, thought it for loss Sometimes I fall for I love when you count me up 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 My name is in your mouth Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up 
In a miniskirt, a man in his feelings with bitter nerve. What is the woman that really hurt? A demon, you're better on killing her. What is the relative making repetitive narratives on how you did it first? That is the predator in reverse. All of your presidency with her. What is the neighborhood reputable? That is a snitch on a pedestal. What is the house with a better view? A family broken and variable. What is the rapper with jewelry? A way that I show my maturity. What if I call on security? That means I'm calling on God for purity. I wanna get me a therapist, I can debate on my feelings and sharing it, whoa Consolidate all my comparisons, humbling up because time was imperative, whoa Started to feel like it's only one answer to everything, I don't know where it is, whoa Popping the bottle with clarity, whoa Is it my head or my arrogance, whoa Shaking and moving like what am I doing, I'm flipping my time through the Rolodex Indulging myself in my life and my music, the world that I'm in is a codex The world that we in is just menacing, the demons portray the religionist I'm waking them one and another, her woman, I hope the psychologist listening Away from it was all for rap. I was 28 years young, 20 million in tax. Bought a couple of mansions, chef for practice. 500 in jewelry, chain was magic. Never had it in public. Late reaction, 50k to cousins. Post the caption, pray none of my enemies hold me captive. I grieve different. North America tour, my eyes closed. C544 funk, she was a model. Dedicated to the songs I wrote in the Bible. Eyes like green, penetrating the moonlight. Hair done in a bun, energy in the room like Big Bang for theory. God, hope you hear me. Phone out the ring to tell the world I'm busy. Fair enough. Green eyes that her mother didn't care enough. Sympathize when her daddy in the chain gang. Her first brother got killed, he was 21. I was nine when they put Lamont in the grave. Heartbroken when I sell this nigga by. Chad left his body after we FaceTime. Green eyes that you be okay. First two and for pain away. I grieve different. Like 
down on PC. I bought a 223, nobody peace treat. You want to do me? I smell TNT. They got him a Porsche, so I got me a Porsche. Paid lottery for it, I ain't wanted a Porsche. And poverty was the case. But the money wiping the tears away, I agree different. Power Show. I'm Beverly, and we have Thomas Tuckmo Smith with us tonight with the Archaeology Archaeology Show. And uh, thanks for joining us, Tuckmo. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing good, Bev. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. I can hear you. Perfect, perfect. Yes, ma'am. How are you this evening? Good, good. So, what are we talking about this evening? Uh, we're going to start talking about, um, and this is going to be a series, so I just want to introduce the family to it, Transgenic. Okay. Um, this transgenic. is going to be a whole new, yeah, Transgenic, um, and I'm going to break it down. And also, um, this this is um, also known as CRISPR. I know you've all heard of CRISPR, B-R-I-S-P-R. Right. Um, so this is a technology Um so don't think of technology always as plastic, glass, metal, the stuff that we hold in our hands and press buttons on. Uh, they upgrade technology to the human organism. And I'm not talking about putting mm-hmm. something in you that makes you connected to the Internet or whatever. No, I'm talking about totally uh, the technology of totally remaking who you are, totally manipulating your DNA. And it's, um, this isn't science fiction. This is all real. And um, I'm going to show what's really happening. Um, but I wanted to talk about, I watched the um, T-Hip Hop Awards last night. Did you see that, Bev? No, I didn't see it last night. I know it came on. I forgot about it was on. What, what was going on? Was it a ritual? I saw a ritual in it. Um, but uh, uh, Tariq Nasheed last night, he called it the Stink Olympics. That's what you saw was just stink. Like, you know, the chicks, they, they, they don't even look um, um, uh, um, provocative. It's just, it's all out. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but, um, yeah, what I noticed, the ritual, the ritual last night was, other than um, the lifetime recipient who was Buster Rhymes, who was working okay. his own ritual, they were trying, they're trying to, give hip-hop culture origin to Jamaicans, okay? So he's Jamaican, and he's the whole night mm-hmm. he's trying to interject. Now, mind you, the people that are said to be the three founding fathers of hip-hop by the um, people that run things, all three of them are West Indians. But none of them mm-hmm. um, 
none of them came from a culture in their country, which, which was hip hop, right? So they came over and they were DJs, and um, they saw what was going on, and they, you know, um, to fit in, they became, you know, DJs and started playing that type of music, you know, and, and that kind of, um, you know, and they innovated a lot of stuff, but the culture was already going on. You know, they just came in right. and they had better equipment, you know what I'm saying? Um, and they added on with the scraps and all that. They, they came in with a lot of nice things that they added to the culture, uh, but they trying to take credit for creating it. So you saw that no. last night. Buster Rhymes been doing that for a while. Uh, him and also mm-hmm. Fat Joe with the Puerto Ricans, they want to take credit too. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all was just there right. dancing and break dancing with us. You know, y'all was spray painting stuff with us, but y'all didn't create it. You know what I'm saying? But so you have mm-hmm. that ritual that went on also. Other than Buster Rhymes, no other men won an award last night. Wow. So All females? All females. And all the males who won awards, they they got their, um, that didn't make the camera. You know how they, they do a lot of the awards off the camera? Yeah. Like Kendrick Lamar won best, he won Rapper of the Year um, award, but they didn't even put that on the camera. You know, they didn't put was Rapper of the Year on the camera. Um, no, I don't think he was, was there, he, was um, which, oh, okay. which could have been another reason. But every award went to a female. It, 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 um, every category, there was only a few men in the category. And I said, look at this. So um, you see now, if you watch videos and stuff and get into rap music, you'll see a lot of women, female rappers now. Um, and they're calling this a great success. However, they're not selling no records. You know what I'm saying? They... They're more of people that you look at in a sexual manner. Uh, you know, if you're a guy, you know, oh, man, she's, look at what she got mm-hmm. on in this video, man. But you're not going to buy mm-hmm. her album. You know, you, you're, and, mm-hmm. and they're, um, like, look at um, Cardi B, a rapper. Right. Um, she has one album in all these years. She didn't ever put out a second album because she don't have to. All she got to do is be nasty. You know, that's what sells. You know, the, the music is, second, right. is secondary. So what these um, right. young rapper females are doing is they just want to get in the industry so they can get seen. And once they get seen, they're going to take it all off. You know, and that's going to mm. keep them around, so they think. Um, so that's what you mm. kind of saw last night at the awards show, was there was a lot of, um, a lot of ass cheeks out <laughs> And um, breast out, and it was like, wow, they're not leaving they nothing through. to the imagination. Huh? Right. A lot of I'm not complaining. dresses and all that. Oh, man, <laughs> everything, man. I'm not complaining, but wow. when they asked Cardi B, do you let your daughter listen to your music? She said no. That's absolutely not. Wow. She can't listen to my music. You know, I play my music. But other people comes daughter. in the room. It comes off. What about other people's daughters? Exactly. Right. So um, that's one of the things I saw last night in that ritual. And um, I thought that was very interesting. And um, was Beyonce there? I know know she wasn't there. 
she on tour. No, nah, she won an Beyonce. award, but I believe that she's touring. She she's yeah. touring right now. She got a a, a major tour. Okay. I think it's like eight thousand dollars to buy her tickets. You know, it's it's crazy. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, um, but I thought that was uh, interesting. They didn't have one meal with an award this whole night. You know, it's like that that takes planning. That's an agenda being and that's them trying to convince you of something that's not. You know, these these female artists ain't selling records. You know, they hasn't mm. this is the first year since like nineteen eighty three that we're six months into the year and there hasn't been one rap song that's been number one on the charts. The first year since nineteen eighty three. There hasn't been one chart tapping song by any rappers this year. And um that's done by design. Exactly. Because, well, and that's done because the, the music that these um, females are making isn't good. But what you want to see is the visuals because they letting it all hang out. So, you know, you want to see that, but you're not going to purchase that. You know, you want to purchase something that's mm-hmm. good, you know. Um, so that right. that's um, one of the things I noticed. Did you see um, what was going on in Russia, Bev? What's going on in Russia? Well, um, it looks like, and it, it seems like it changed today. I hadn't watched today, but as of yesterday, it looked mm-hmm. like there was a coup attempt. And um, this guy, they have a mercenary group in Russia. They fight in all their, um, their wars, um, but they're not part of the Russian army. They're called the Wagner Group. And the mm-hmm. Wagner Group is... Um, is headed by a billionaire, a Russian billionaire, that they call Putin chef. And they call him Putin mm-hmm. chef because that was his job before he became a mercenary uh, expert. He was Putin chef. Okay? And this he was, was a, um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he was a career criminal who got out of jail and decided he was going to open a hot dog stand in Moscow. And it became a successful mm-hmm. business. And he opened another one. And when he got up to four hot dog stands, he decided he was going to start his own restaurant. So he opened up his own restaurant. And um, one day, Vladimir Putin goes in the restaurant, I guess, to get a hot dog. And he said, this is the greatest chef ever. He hires him as his chef and makes this dude a billionaire. Okay, so this guy starts his own mercenary group. And as of yesterday, he took over all of southern Russia with his mercenary group. And was threatening Putin in the army, um, saying that he's, you know, he's in charge now of the South, and you guys should have, um, I guess, um, part of his deal with Russia, with the Russian army, was they're supposed to arm his men and, and keep them fed and everything while they're fighting this war for them, because uh, they were fighting against the Ukraine with Russia, but I guess he lost a mm-hmm. lot of his soldiers in the battle, and they weren't replenished with their supplies, but he went rogue. And he um, took his mercenary group and took over all southern Russia with the help of a couple of Russian generals. So um, it looks like uh, the U.S. and the, and the, the Europeans uh, have a play on Putin now. You know, it, it's, it's mm-hmm. turning into something that people are starting to question the war. And I knew this was going right. to happen because they it was going to run out of money eventually. They cut their money off. You know, and everyone was Putin got all this gold. You know, what you what can you buy with it? What you you gonna buy food with gold? 
You're going to give away something that precious for something that you could get with money? You know what I'm saying? So, (laughs) yeah, you know, you're not going to buy a loaf of bread (laughs) with gold. You're not going to buy stuff that you don't, you know, that you can, you you, you usually use money for because it it don't exist. You know, so you just buy it. So that's the um, big play of us. So I I think um, pretty soon you're going to see an assassination attempt on Putin or an assassination of Putin. It's just a matter of Mm -hmm. how many of those generals are against them now because um, they would need a significant, I don't even think a significant amount, just the right generals to be okay with it, you know, and then it's over and they'll put a new president in place, you know, but I think that that whole thing's about to come to an end um, uh, over there in uh, Ukraine. And I didn't know that so many of their citizens have been um, not moving to the U.S. directly. They're, they're up in mm-hmm. Canada like crazy. Oh, okay. And, okay. So and they, they went and to those Canada. Who come, those who are in the U.S. came via Canada. So they went to Canada and came down across the border where you're not going to be searched over that border. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. um, pretty, pretty so they, ingenious so Ukraine move. Come- Ukraine coming in through Canada and the other people coming in through Mexico. Yeah, uh-huh. The people that they want, the, the non-white people coming through Mexico and the white people coming mm. from Canada, you know. So there's an open border up there. You, I never heard of a border patrol in, like, Wyoming or, you know, Montana. You know what I'm saying? It's, you can, you should be able just to walk across. You know, it shouldn't be any problem. So, um. And you can because no, the area that you can because the area that I live in, I'm you know I read on the edge of Detroit in Canada, and I'm just driving and and all of a sudden I was in Canada and I'm like how I get in Canada? I thought I had to go over the bridge or had to go through the tunnel, but you get in. Oh, oh yeah, y'all got a bridge that takes right you right into Canada. Did yeah, you have to and get, we got um, a tunnel. Did you have to get on? I went um, through the back like, roads. I went through the back roads. I didn't even know it was no back roads to get to Canada. Was it like a checkpoint or something? No, I'm just driving no, and right. I'm all, and I'm and I'm in Canada. My radio changed. My cell phone <laughs> wouldn't work and everything. <laughs> and I'm I had to ask somebody how to get back to the states. I'm like, how I get over here? Wow, that's I didn't know that I was so, close to Canada. Uh, well, we ran right across the, the water. You could swim to Canada from Detroit. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Because y'all are, um, what's that, Lake Michigan? Yeah, yeah. Well, you, uh, okay. You got different lakes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Our wow, downtown, you could see, you could see Canada downtown from our downtown and vice versa. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I can see that. I can see that. Wow. So that I didn't know that lake was that small, so you could look right across. Yeah, yeah. The lake is really wow. small. Wow. Wow, okay. I'm thinking that those Great Lakes was huge. Um, I know when I went not, to... Not I, the Canada side. Gotcha, gotcha. Because I, I I've been to Chicago before. I think I was like 17. Mm-hmm. 
and they had a, mm-hmm. a big leak with dirty water. That's why <laughs> the big leak with mm-hmm. dirty water. Like I wouldn't get in there, mm-hmm. you know. But um, wow. Mm-hmm. And they had yeah. a um a, a funny colored river that ran through the city too. Ah, uh, oh yeah, 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 that river. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. yeah, so that that whole thing, I don't know if that's just U.S. propaganda. I don't, you know, because for all we know, that this could all be um, chat GPT generated images of this dude. You know, and that's but what it I'm looks saying. real. <laughs> it looks real, like he's but, sitting there with his uniform on and and yeah. doing his like um, talking into the camera. You know, it looks like him, but he, anything could be distorted these days. So um, I thought that's, that was yeah. interesting. And are you um, familiar with the uh are you familiar with the chat D point B I D? No, I haven't heard of that one. Chat D I D. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just saw that uh yesterday where they take it you could take your know, image and <laughs> this guy told this this chat D I D that he needed some uplifting you know, he had something to do, a speech or something that worked. And so her mm-hmm. image uh, image came on there, and she pumped him up, told him how great he was and all of that. But that's chat. Oh, okay, okay. Dealing with, so it's Im- like a, with images. Like an encouragement. So, yeah, but wow, they're using okay. image, and I'm, and I'm saying that that could be what they're using with Putin and all of them. They use yeah, I'm looking at it now. You see it? Yeah, I'm on it right now. And, um, yeah, the image does look real realistic, too, you know. Um, I got a white girl with red hair. And they asked me to type <laughs> okay. something. Yeah, uh, so, wow, I'm going to check that out later. Um, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Um, now, of course, we got the whole situation in Cuba. And uh, you notice mm-hmm. they swept that completely under the rug totally out the news, and you would think this would be, I mean, the last time you had a base in Cuba, you know, the United States sent the Marines over to shit, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I, I just don't yeah. get it. It's almost like they cut a deal. So don't be surprised to see a Chinese ship float past or something, you know? Um, well, but, I, um, saw I, today, mm-hmm. I saw today this guy, he interviewed, he was at the border, and it was a mm-hmm. bunch of Chinese people was coming over. And he was saying, look at all these Chinese. Now, these weren't Mexicans and all of them. These was Chinese. Some of them was hiding their faces. They didn't want to uh, be seen. A lot, a lot of them couldn't talk English. He, he was trying to interview them. but I, And it was, it was like 99.9% men. So I saw... A few women, but it was all men. That looked like an army to me. Oh man, so Red Dawn. Um, yeah. Man, well, it ain't too many women in China because they they had to kill no. all the girls at one point. Remember oh, that right. just stopped. They could only yeah. have one child, and you yeah. the, they wanted a child to carry the name of the family. So they if they saw mm-hmm. during the um, sonogram that it was a girl. They would uh, elect to have an abortion and then try again mm-hmm. to have a boy, you know. So yeah, I remember big, that. Uh, yeah, so it's like eight 
men to every female in China, something like that. It's, it's from astronomical reasons. And um, so the men are, that's why they're marrying the Africans. Um, they're importing the African females in from those countries that they're doing business with because, um, you know, they got women. You know, bring those women in, they marry the Chinese men, and they have a companion. And then um, you also got, um, and it's a lot of documentaries on YouTube with these women, and uh, you kind of see the relationship and all this stuff. Um, and, and you got a lot of Chinese people that men that are going to Africa and starting off over there. And um, some countries they got their own race, like they created a third race, you know, from black mm-hmm. and white Chinese. They got a right. like a blazing a blazing race. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. the, these these parents don't want their kids to be black. You know, they don't want them to be <laughs> traditional Africans. They want them to be something different. Mm-hmm. So. You know, right. so yeah, that's the future leaders over there. That's who's going to be their leaders in about twenty years. Um, yeah, but you got any news that you saw? Not really. I haven't really. Uh, that was all I seen was the Chinese was coming over and grow. And when when I saw the Mexicans and the four or the other nations when they were coming over, it was the same thing. I saw more women. But it was mostly men. So to me, you know, are these the new army? Because they know that the army is not going to fight their own people. So they got to bring a foreign army in here to battle us. Well, with the um, people coming from Mexico and Central America, who we mm-hmm. call them Mexicans, but they really like from Salvador and Guatemala. And yeah. The journey... Mm-hmm is very dangerous for women um, because they, mm-hmm. they, a lot of them, um, before they take the journey, they got to bring a lot of um, birth control pills and they, they know they're going to get raped repeatedly on the mm-hmm. journey, you know, um, mm-hmm. and um, that, you know, so unless they're going with their male companion, which is generally not how it works, you know what I'm saying? They, mm-hmm. They're prepared for, what happens, and um, some of them even travel with their children, and that's why you got so many yeah. of children getting taken because they only got a woman trying to protect them, you know. So some men, one grabs the woman, the other one grabs the kid, and she'll never see her kid again. You know what I'm saying? And they go and sell that kid. So um, you see a lot of that happening too. So that's why you don't see so many women making that journey. Generally, the man comes up here and then he tries to send for his his family, you know, later, you know, after he established himself. Um, but that's mm-hmm. because it's such a dangerous uh, journey and their sexual degeneracy starts to overtake them. You know what I'm saying? They got mm-hmm. a lot of European in them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, I don't know. It's just all? that. Mm-hmm. What- it's just that I, you know, I'm looking at the at the men's, and these are a lot of them are young men. So I guess they say the middle age and older men's can't make that journey. Then uh, I don't know. I'm just seeing to me in my mind, it's just they they look like you know army material. They look like soldiers to me. And where's yeah. they getting all these bus loads of children from? Uh, one who one of the governors in one of those states along the border uh, 
came out one night with a camera crew because someone had told him that they were busting in bus loads full of children at 12 or 1, 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. So they came out there with the cameras and they showed uh, the children. They questioned the bus driver. He said that he don't know. He was just told by some kind of state official you know, when to pick them up, when, when the, and the, the plane people didn't know. So they weren't telling them. They was just telling them where to go, where to pick the children up. But uh, they brought wow. in plane loads full of children at early in the morning, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. So all this stuff is going on. Yeah, it's, it, it, um, but my, my wife was working at the shelter that dealt mm-hmm. with um, females who were sex trafficked, females mm-hmm. uh, who were sex trafficked, mm-hmm. they got an influx of these Venezuelan and immigrant females. And instantly, mm-hmm. um, they they had a war with the black females in there. And um, mm-hmm. she was showing how, man, he's, he, and then they start, right after that, they sent a lot of the immigrants, um, Venezuelan boys there, and they got in a fight with the black boys in the shelter. And she Ooh. said they are brutal. She said they would yeah. wait for you to go to sleep and slash your face all up with a razor, like they was um Ooh. they was catching them black chicks slipping, and they wasn't used Ooh. to that type of fighting. You know, we used to right. talking, you know what I'm saying, but they wasn't right. used to, you know, when somebody said they gonna kill you, they serious. <laughs> You know, they, they they sitting back waiting to kill you, you know. So it was, uh, and the way the shelter was worked, because these, these people were supposedly sex trafficked, you can't even call the police. You don't even call the police when something like that happens. You got to protect the people, protect the kids. Wow. Well, well, so they here, yeah. they, can, they can murder us, do whatever they want to do to us, and, and no consequences. No consequences. Same thing wow. with um, the hotels um, in, in all around um, that they they let the migrants in, stay in these fancy hotels, not even like the hole-in-the-wall hotels, like they're staying mm-hmm. in the, the Marriott's, the Holiday Inn's, the Hilton's, mm-hmm. you know, they're staying mm-hmm. in the big-name hotels as long as they have children. And, you know, they, they, okay. they let them stay in a hotel, and they're damaging these hotels so that the hotels want these people gone, and um, the mayor is forcing them to keep them there because he don't got nowhere to put them, you know? Hmm. So, um, and, and they already gave them the schools. So the kids are going to school right now, and the immigrants have the gyms. So they can't hmm. even take gym class. You know, they got the, and they supposedly locked the doors so they can't get in around the students and the students can't get around them. But in all those immigrants are men, you know, because like I said, yeah. they put the females in the hotels, you know, especially if they and have the a kid or they the say they're pregnant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the men are staying in the schools. They, the schools, um, and then, of course, they, they had a tent city. But the uh, humanitarian groups came over there and they said, oh, this is inhumane for you to put these people in these tents. And I'm like, uh, black people live in the damn parks. Like, what are you talking about? Thank you you. Know, people living on a damn train. 
the training on platform you talking about. You know, all them mm-hmm. people, the homeless people. Where was the humanitarian people for them? Exactly. Boy, so that, that's what they're working people. with now. So they're going to help these people out there. You know, and um, I'm just amazed. Whatever. I'm just amazed how we we are just going. To, I'm just amazed of the people. You know, how we just we just like okay. Well, it's uh, um, not affecting us. It's a uh, it's a uh, like um, uh, it's like that that chip you're born with, right? So when you hear someone talking bad about Jesus, you get upset. You know, you, you want to defend them, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, that same chip is embedded in black people about the Democratic Party. So this is a Democratic Party policy. They can't be against this policy and be Democrats. So they're going to ride this out. They're going to come up with every excuse why this is a good thing. And of course, when they let the white people come over, like that's, you know, what's that? They they don't come over and live amongst us. You know what I'm saying? They're not coming over taking from our resources. They go live with their own people. You know. So what what, what you're seeing is is black people are not going to say anything bad about it because this is a core Democratic Party policy. And being that it's a Democratic Party policy, they voted for it, so they're going to stick to it. You know, they like I talk to my mother and my aunt. I always use them as litmus tests, and they make mm-hmm. every excuses for these immigrants to stay here. It's like, you know, no, no shame, you know. But I realize that, you know, they they start talking the same talking points you hear on the the, the liberal news, the liberal media to justify all of this. Sound like Biden, but they know deep down that this is wrong. But they they can't say it because they're so invested into the policy. You know, they, they, they're playing politics instead of playing reality. So that's what you see. I, I think, so I, 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 and, mm-hmm. I, and I think that it's them chemtrails. I think they have dummied everybody down, whatever they spraying in the air, so the people won't rebel. Because this is more than, I mean, I, I believe it's that, too, what you're saying, but it's more than that for people just to go along, you know. And some people, it's like, well, what can we do? That's the government. They're more powerful. We don't have nothing to do. And I do believe it's them chemtrails that's dummying everybody down. Yeah, I think the rebellion's coming. We just haven't hit critical mass of them yet. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's going to be oh, bad. Okay. It's going to be, and it's going to be one that uh, black people could possibly lose because um, one thing for sure is once, they, once a certain amount of them get into our neighborhoods, it's going to be that con- mm-hmm. uh, a common cultural difference that's going to cause conflict. And... Um, you know, if you look at places where they're at, in Chicago, um, in L.A., they form gangs. You know, they form oh, gangs. Yeah. They, they're into just the same illegal activity black people are into. And once mm-hmm. you get into illegal activity, at least here, and people already are in that activity, so they're looking at you like you're stepping on their feet. 
You know what I'm saying? You, you, they're going to go to them like, I can't do that around here. And they're going to be like, well, we live around here. And that's going to that's gonna start it all off right there. You know, and they're going to have to gang up. To, and they will. And I see it being a bad situation, especially once they start outnumbering us. Because uh, you're going to see a lot of black here? people not in our neighborhood. Didn't that all? Yes. Then, then that now, now we in California. Then, then oh, that yeah. happened Look in California it. already. That happened in the um the nineties, probably in California. And Look who won right. exactly. the Mexicans. Not the, they got more mm-hmm. power than the Bloods and the Crips. You know mm-hmm. they they won the jails. You know so yeah hmm. they they're in Texas too down there the Mexicans won things. If you listen to the. Uh, it's a bunch of these brothers from that do these gangster chronicle type shows, and they explain in mm-hmm. prison life in, in Texas and how um, the Mexicans run the jail. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the black people are very, very, very um, subservient to them inside of there because they stick together whether they are against each other or not. Against black people, they stick together, and black people don't. And um, you know, we still gonna stay on our that's a blood and crypt stuff. Whereas they drop all that, that different stuff they into when it come down to black people, they together. You know, we we gonna stop fighting this week and handle these niggas, and then we'll get back to fighting each other next week. You know, because we don't have that chip. You know, and um, you know, he talks tell stories about how they um, a lot of these brothers tell stories about how they 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 jump them when they get in there. You know, you you walk on the wrong side. They gonna jump you in. The uh, rest of your people dare not jump in. You know they gonna stand there and mm. watch them jump you. You know they ain't gonna even help mm. you because that's gonna start a bigger war. And the people in charge of the blacks is gonna say, "Nah, let it happen," because they don't want that smoke. Yeah. You know? So it's a totally different thing um, when they come in. It's gonna be really bad in New York because uh, it ain't that that don't happen here. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Black people pretty much control all that. So when, once that starts happening, that's going to be bad. Um, you know, um, so, yeah, um, they're the coming in from the, the down the Chinese. You said coming in from the southern border. Um, my man I was talking to from um, down south, who um, he said that one day he was at a, a weed dispensary. And there was an Asian mm-hmm. guy waiting for him outside, like, you know, come over here, talk to me. And he said, yo, I could, I got better prices. I sell stuff to them. You know, why don't you just buy from hmm. me? And he said this Asian guy took him to his land, and he had a whole thing growing out there, man, all different strands of weed. And he was supplying hmm. the dispensaries down there illegally. Off the books, you know what I'm saying? Because you got to remember the Chinese people, they come over and they have access to money because they got all the U.S. money over there, so they just send it over. You know, they, they start a business, illegal businesses and stuff, get themselves established. Once they have children, then they can stay here, you know? So um, they, they're supplying the weed in a lot of the states, man, the Chinese people, which is unbelievable. You know, especially since we can't even get into that industry. They straight up doing it illegally and get and running things, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this week, well, I wanted to talk about this transgenic thing. 
And mm-hmm. <clears throat> this week I want to give the fluff. I want to give the positives more so. I want people to see where they're going, what they're doing with this, and how they're presenting it to us. Like, this is a great thing. This is something we need, uh, something that's going to be helpful. And um, how next week maybe I'll get into how this is really going to be used against us, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. But a transgenic is relating to or denoting an organism that contains genetic material in which DNA from an unrelated organism has been artificial and artificially introduced. Okay. Uh, so if you take my DNA and um, you're able to take some of Bev's DNA and interject it into Thomas, and now I have my DNA and your DNA in me, now I could be considered to be a transgenic. You get what I'm saying? So taking two different unrelated DNAs and putting them together. Um, the CRISPR, also known as the Cas9 system, has been revolutionary in the world genetic research. However, however, <clears throat> me, however, as genetic engineers move into human application, it's now time to ask: the, what benefits can it bring? And thus far, it comes with altering the human genome. Okay, so CRISPR is altering the human genome, um, taking your DNA and altering it, um, adding artificial means to it to change the natural sequence of your DNA. So all children that's going to be born using this DNA sequencing are not going to be humans. They're going to be transgenics, okay? They're not going to be human beings anymore. They're going to be transgenic. They're going to have two different DNAs, not the, not, not the same as you and I who have one set of, you know, a, one, two, a pair of DNAs that are duplicates of each other. They're going to have a set of, two sets of DNAs that are going to be completely different than one another. Okay. Um, genome editing techniques have been around for decades. In 1973, the first transgenic organism was created by insertion of antibiotic-resistant genes into the Escherichia coli, which is which was quickly followed by the first transgenic animal, a mouse. A year later, okay, so 1974. They created the first transgenic organism, a mouse. Uh, this is the, the this is the white lab mouse that we see now on all the shows and all the labs all across the world. They use that transgenic mouse to do all their research on. You can't use any other kind of mouse other than that mouse, okay? Because the way they sequence the DNA, you're able to run multiple tests on it to see how that will affect human beings who have those same DNA sequences. Okay, so that mouse is very important. Since then, it has been applied across all areas of biology, from creating bacteria that could break down food oil to increasing the shelf life of tomatoes. And the tomatoes that we've been buying in the store since 1980 uh, is called the Flavor Saver tomato. Uh, That's a genetically modified tomato. Uh, prior to 
this tomato. Tomatoes only had a two to three day shelf life in the store before they started rotting. This one gives you a couple of weeks shelf life. So they went with this tomato. And this is the one that sold worldwide, the red tomato that's in your supermarket right now. That's a genetic, that's not a real tomato. And it hasn't been since 1980. Um, however, it was introduced of the CRISPR Cas9 system in 2012. They started to rapidly develop the gene editing technology into a widely practiced technique that they use today called CRISPR. CRISPR, short for Clustered Regulated Interspace Short Palindromic Repeats, is a technology that research scientists use to selectively modify the DNA of living organisms. CRISPR was adapted for use in laboratories from naturally occurring genome editing systems found in bacteria. Okay, so the first thing they tested this out was with bacteria. Humans are made up of bacteria. The whole earth is made up of bacteria. So once they were able to get it through bacteria, they realized they could put it in everything. The technology has been celebrated throughout the scientific community and significant advancements advancements that is changing the way research is done across all fields. CRISPR has been used in experiment with gene editing my, my, my mosquitoes to reduce the spread of malaria, from engineering agriculture to withstand climate change, and in human clinical trials to treat a range of diseases from cancer to transferrin to ambidosis. Uh, that's a medical word a rare protein disorder that devastates the nerves and organs. Tens of thousands of papers on CRISPR have been published each year since it came out, with the rate increasing annually. It seems the application of CRISPR knows no bounds with geneticists everywhere keen to apply the technique to any and everything. Okay? So this is the CRISPR. Okay? This is... Uh, Something that used to be called, you would have called science fiction, but it's here. Uh, in 2011, Dr. Marcus Mapara, a professor of medicine and director of blood marrow trans, transplantation at Columbia University in New York, uh, that's where my twins were born, was the first was uh, first used the experimental CRISPR editing treatment in a patient with sickle cell disease an inherited blood disorder which causes severe pain, organ damage, and premature death. Um, Bev, what race of people have sickle cell? Black. There you go. So they're testing this first on black people. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not no other people. They said, we're going to try to find a cure for sickle cell. So the first people this was tested on um, in clinical trials are black people. Okay. Uh, at the moment, bone marrow transplant from healthy donors is the only curative option, but this approach can have severe complications. You're running into risk of introducing foreign cells into a recipient. Mapara says the body may reject them or the donor cells might attack the recipient, which I have a friend who has sickle cell and he had a blood transfusion and the blood cells in the blood they put in him started attacking the blood cells he already had, which had him at two mm. near death before they were able to fix it. 
And I'm talking about when we was about 12, you know. Um, wow. With the development of CRISPR, new opportunities for treatment using patients' own cells has opened up. So now with CRISPR, they're able to put your own cells and reproduce your blood and put your own blood back in, right? So this effectively helps the people. CRISPR is a tool that scientists and clinicians around the world are using to understand our genetics, genetics of all living things, and most importantly, to intervene in genetic disease. The scientists work together to uncover precisely how much bacteria has evolved to fight off viruses and to apply that same process to engineer human cells. An enzyme known as Cas9 can be guided by a programmable RNA to locate specific genetic sequences in the organism. The enzyme then works like a pair of scissors, cutting DNA, DNA's double helix, and allowing for sequences to be deleted, added, or replaced. Okay, so this is going to go to your DNA, find the sequence that causes sickle cell, cut that out. Okay, now you replace it with someone's sequence who doesn't have sickle cell. And now that now binds into your DNA, and now you have a strand of DNA that has no sickle cell in it. You see how that works? Let's take bad eyes got bad eyes in your family okay so you find they know the sequence of the dna that causes your eyes right able to go into that cluster cut that out put some someone with 2020 vision sequence right there and now your new sequence now has 2020 vision let's just say you have obesity in your family hypertension high blood pressure diabetes any of these markers um, can be cut out, fixed, and then put back in you, and now your DNA doesn't have the negative markers. That's how it's being built, okay? The clinical trial that MAPIA enrolled his patients in in 2019 was the first attempt to use CRISPR to treat genetic disorders in humans. Through research and physicians, excuse me, through researchers and physicians are pursuing several genetic therapy treatments for sickle cell disease and beta thalassemia, a similar blood disorder. This approach targets the gene that stops the production of fetal hemoglobin. Uh, experts have found that people produce fetal hemoglobin up until about three months after, birth, or after birth, at which time their cells begin to produce adult hemoglobin. Matria explained, it is an adult hemoglobin that people with sickle cell disease and beta thalassemia that take irregular shape and causes health problems and premature deaths. Okay, now um, just a tidbit before I further go on. The sickle cell blood disorder is a, you don't find this in um, a lot in Africa. This is something that's really prevalent mostly amongst Aboriginal Americans because we have malaria causing mosquitoes throughout most of our hemisphere. Up, you know, um, even Florida has to get sprayed every year to, to keep the mosquito problem down. But if you go down, down to South America, Central America, when they built the Car- um, Panama Canal, 
plumes of people died from malaria. And except for the indigenous people, because a lot of them have sickle cell, sickle cell is a defense mechanism to malaria. Even though it causes traumatic pain and discomfort and premature death to people, they could get bit by a million mosquitoes and not catch malaria because the blood the cell is sickle. Not, you know, it's, it's, it's going to go around in a circle. It's not going to let that spread mm-hmm. um, like regular people's blood. So sickle cell is already, it's a natural genetic modification in humans who lived in that area where there was a lot of malaria causing mosquitoes. They genetically mutated to be able to take on, that's how powerful, you know, our people are, the melanin and everything in us, um, mutated naturally. Um but back to this this whole thing here. Um, I haven't seen any complicate. I haven't seen any problems with sickle cell at all. Oh wait a minute. I'm sorry. Let me go back. I went too far. In 2019, a black lady named Victoria Gray life began to transform. She suffered from severe sickle cell attacks. She was the first to allow CRISPR technology to treat her sickle cell. A year later, they followed up with her. And she's gone, um, gone with the sudden attacks of horrible pain that tortured her life. Gone with the devastating fatigue that kept her, that left her helpless in the care of others, including her kids. Gone are the nightmarish nights in the emergency room getting blood transfusions, hoping that it doesn't attack her. The cells and those, the new blood doesn't attack her. Gone is the powerful pain medications that she was on. She said, I haven't had any problems with sickle cell at all. I didn't get I got I did get a cold a week ago, she says, with a nervous chuckle chuckle. Victoria is so traumatized by a life of sickle cell that just getting a cold still terrifies her. A simple cold is one of the many things that could trigger a terrible attack of the painful symptoms of the sickle cell disease. This is major for me and my family, she says. <clears throat> Two years without being in the hospital, wow. I just can't believe it, but I'm so grateful. So this um, sickle cell, which is very painful, kills a lot of black people, has them in severe pain, um, was cured in this lady just by using this CRISPR technology. They went into her DNA sequence, found a sequence that um, relates to the blood and gave her a normal blood, um, not a non-sickle blood DNA, sequence in that area, cut out the old area, put the new one in, and then when they rebooted it, now she has no more sickle cell. So you can see how this thing is going to be very helpful in the future as you will start applying it to all these other diseases. And like I said, I'm giving you the fluff this week. Next week we talk about the the conspiracy of it all. Um so one of the things that CRISPR is going to do is remove malaria from mosquitoes. Researchers created mosquitoes that are resistant to the parasite that causes malaria, Plamodian falciparum. This uses, they use CRISPR to remove the segment of the mosquito DNA. When the mosquito's genetic system tries to repair its genome, it's tricked into replacing its DNA with the construct that was engineered by the scientists. Two genes of uh, two genes in the construct make the mosquitoes resistant to carrying malaria. 
To offset mosquitoes passing on the resistant genes, 99% of the, to 99% of their offspring, even when mated with normal mosquitoes. So they're able to take these mosquitoes, put enough of them into the mosquito population, and as they have normal sex with the other mosquitoes, all of the children they have are born without the uh, ability to cause the malaria disease. And over time of doing this, what they think they could wipe out the population that carries malaria. Um, um, so they say, now mind you, that might cause a whole other type of mosquito, right? I mean, they, they're genetically modifying the mosquito. But they've been doing it. Another research group is using CRISPR GMO male mosquitoes who have genetic sequences to only produce other male mosquitoes, not female mosquitoes, to be released in the general mosquito population. Okay? They mate with the female mosquitoes, and all the offsprings come out males. Only the female mosquitoes carry the malaria, West Nile, and Zika parasites. So by making all the mosquitoes male, what they think is they can wipe out the mosquitoes, the women, the female mosquitoes that are the ones causing these diseases. And eventually, once all the all the mosquitoes are all male, they can't have any offspring, and the whole species will die out. So that's their plan. So you have two different approaches using CRISPR to genetically modify the mosquitoes to get to end the diseases that mosquitoes carry. Um, this medical marvel actually wasn't achieved using CRISPR, um, but similar gene. Oh, let me let me let me scope from the beginning. Eliminate patients' cancer. Okay, this medical marvel wasn't achieved using CRISPR, but using similar gene editing tools like Talent, called Talent, T A L E N. An infant girl with lipoplasty leukemia, a serious form of blood cancer, after a traditional cancer treatment method such as chemotherapy and bone marrow transplants, the doctors decided the gene editing technology was a last-ditch effort to save the girl's life. By altering the immune system's T cells, the donor to more effective locate to more effectively locate and kill the leukemia cells without attacking the girl's body. Doctors successfully eliminated this girl's leukemia. And as we all know, leukemia is one of the hardest cancers to cure. So this CRISPR has effectively eliminated leukemia, um, um, leukemia in this little girl, and they're moving forward to making this available to everyone. Um, it also treats muscular dystrophy. Okay. Duchenne muscular dystrophy is caused by a mutation that prevents the body from producing a, dist a dystrophin protein, a critical protein in the development of muscle tissue. People who have genetic mutations suffer from muscle degeneration and ultimately, that is ultimately fatal. Because of this mutation that causes muscular dystrophy, it affects one specific gene, the disease is a prime target for using CRISPR-Cas9. Researchers successfully treated muscular dystrophy in lab mouse um, using CRISPR to cut and repair the disulfin gene, and they're working on human trials next. 
So uh, once again, another fatal disease, another thing that plagues humanity, one of these diseases that no one can cure, can be cured with his crystal. Okay? It'll, another thing it'll do, it'll make fake animals, okay, fake goats, fake pets. Um, Chinese scientists have used CRISPR-Cas9 to delete genes and inhibit muscle and hair growth in goats to supplement their country's commercial meat and wool industry. They did. They also did the same with a couple of beagle dogs for reasons that aren't quite clear. China is aggressively researching both genetic engineering and cloning, and it's possible these two technologies can become common methods of expanding livestock and agriculture in China. Where do we get all our food from? China, right? and, uh, Yeah, and they just, I just read last week that they just passed the law that they, and that must be CRISPR then, that they can make this fake meat, and they don't have to tell us that the meat is fake. It's not yeah. modified, engineered like we was eating. They talking about what you're reading about, so we'll be eating some CRISPR uh, meat, just like I said, ain't there wasn't no animals on the farms when I went to the farm, so it's already mm-hmm. in effect. Damn, damn, and who knows what they're doing in China? It's not like we could, we know, you know, they, they no one knows what they're doing unless they tell you, you know, so they could be doing exactly. all kinds of stuff. And yeah. it ain't just um, China, it's here too. I believe it's, it's here, it's here too, it's not just China. Absolutely. Um, another thing that this thing will do is give pig organs to humans. George hmm. Church of Harvard Medical School recently led a team of scientists that used complex CRISPR molecules to edit 62 genes in a pig cell at once. Church believes that the technique could be used to make pig organs suitable for transplantation into humans. The team experiment also presents a step forward in CRISPR technology by using a tool to edit many genes at one time. And in this case, they did 62 at one time. Um, A method that could be imitated and make, um, to make more complicated um, changes to DNA quickly. And if y'all remember a couple weeks ago when I did the book, Transhuman to Trans, um, from Transgender to Transhuman, um, in that book, Martin Wolfblatt's company, United Therapeutics, is also working on implanting pig organs in the humans, taking the pig's kidneys, hearts, lungs, livers, etc., and making them um, transplantable in the humans using human DNA injected into the pig. So this is what she was talking about as well. She just didn't have a name for it yet. Uh, also... She wanted the people to spit into a tube with um with a chemical in it and send the tube to her or him where it could be cryogenically stored at you know below zero temperature and um when you die they can then take that tube which which has all your DNA in it um defrost it put it into this organism that glows in twenty weeks. I mean, we just did this a couple weeks or three, four weeks ago, and in 20 weeks, that organism will have your genetic makeup, officially be you, 
genetically, and then they take a, a mind foul and insert it into that thing's brain, and now he thinks it's you. So you continue living even after you're dead. So um, all of that is in play. This is all part of the transhuman thing um, with this stuff. Another thing it does is treats HIV. HIV inserts, um, inserts its DNA into a genome of the host, and while it can lay dormant for years, and certain drug cocktails can keep it on in check, there's no way to make the virus permanently inactive. Researchers have demonstrated that CRISPR can be used to remove the virus DNA from the patient's genome. The big problem is that it's difficult to locate HIV DNA in the latest cells, in the latent cells that don't demonstrate any of the symptoms associated with the active virus. More detailed models of latent infected cells are being developed in an attempt to find genetic sequences that could cut out the virus and render it harmless. <clears throat> if y'all remember about maybe 10 years ago now, there was a Chinese scientist who made a set of twins without the ability to catch HIV. Um, he took the the, um, the the embryo, he took the, that embryo and he injected into it a sequence that had a sequence of DNA that would be um, HIV resistant. So regardless of they have sex with someone with AIDS or not, they're not catching it. Put that into the embryo, put those embryos into his patient. The patient had a set of twins with those embryos, and he thought he would get praised. He went out in public, look at what I did, and they locked his ass up. Said he was unethical because China makes 90% of the HIV medicine that is sold in the United States. Huge market. They don't want to cure. You know what I'm saying? Right. They'd rather just keep it suppressed. So they locked his ass up. And you haven't heard none about him ever since. But look that story up. Chinese scientists create twins that are HIV resistant. And I'll come up everywhere. It was in every people. Um, it makes super plants, CRISPR. Humans have been improving the yield and disease-resistant crops for hundreds of years through traditional agricultural methods. But now researchers are experimenting with ways to improve crop disease resistance and environmental stress tolerance using CRISPR. A research team from Rutgers University in New Jersey is working on a long-term project to genetically modify wine grapes and turf grass in a way that such methods can be implemented in a variety of other crops. The grapes will be edited to resist downy mildew and other types of grass commonly found on golf courses can be um, called teeth and tender grass can be modified to resist dollar spot disease, uh, a problem that uh, usually combats fungicides. If successful, scientists could develop new hardier crops with the supplement of agricultural industry. <clears throat> so that's just a couple of things they want to do. Also, Japanese scientists are using CRISPR to change the flower color of traditional garden plants. 
Researchers programmed CRISPR to target the gene, the specific gene known as DFR-B gene in the um, Japanese Morning Glory paper and in um, their plants. The lab is inserted in the CRISPR system the plant, into the plant's embryo. The gene editing tool successfully disrupted the DFR-B gene, which is responsible for the color in the plant's stem, leaves, and flower. By doing so, it changed the color's characteristic violet color to white. So it took the violet plant, a purple plant, and made it permanently white using CRISPR. So, um... If it's able to take color out of things, um, what happens to black people when they're presented with the ability to take the color out their kids? Now, that's well, they are already doing that. I've seen, yeah, I've seen somebody do that, uh, put some kind of cream on their hands or something, and it turns into no, no, cream. You, you're, you're pregnant. Uh, and you go to the doctor, mm-hmm. and he says, oh, you want your baby to come out sales. black? You want your baby to come out black? I can make your baby white. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. how many black people might take it? Hey, that's a better opportunity for my child, right? You know, I mean, some people mm-hmm. might think that way, you know? So just, you um, if it could take the color out of the flower, it could take the color out of the human. Because chlorophyll and melanin, are pretty much the same damn thing. So um, just keeping that, you know, change your your hair texture to straight, make it whatever color, red, make your eyes blue. You know what I'm saying? You know, you, you walking around with a, a baby, designer they, they baby. think you babysitting. A designer baby, yes. <laughs> okay, and that goes to the next wow. thing here. Modifying human embryos. Last year, scientists in Oregon made headlines when he reported <clears throat> that his team used CRISPR to sniff out a heart disease causing genetic error in dozens of human embryos. It was the first time CRISPR had been used in the U.S. to modify human embryos. This experiment was for research purposes only. None of the embryos were implanted into a woman's uterus, so they said. Editing cells in embryos is known as germline editing. Germline editing. And it's controversial because genetic changes can result and be passed down to subsequent subsequent generations. The different the different that somatic genome editing, which only affects the treated individual. And just like they were genetically modifying the mosquitoes. So their offspring now don't have the malaria disease. Their offspring will never have be able to get people sick when they bite them. It could, it's, it's permanent when they make this change. So this will change your family DNA forever, right? I'm Thomas Smith. I give birth to a child, but I wanted his DNA different because I didn't want him to have the factors that are in my family, right? I didn't want him to have hypertension and diabetes and, and bad eyes and all the things that are in my genes, in my DNA from that's been passed down to me generationally. So I have his altered. Well, he no longer officially mine. His DNA is no longer, if we take a blood test or something, we take a DNA test, 
he's no longer officially my son. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so you go on Maury, uh, are, are you the father? No. They changed the genome, you know. So um, that's that's another thing that, that that's good thing is going to do. Um, and, and you have a baby. And mm-hmm. who the baby really belonged to? Women, you know, husband and wife have a baby. Can the state come in and say that that's their baby because they altered it? They, you know, they own that that child. They they have they own the genetic material. Right? That's our mm-hmm. DNA sequence. That that child. That's our copyrighted material. You know, our intellectual property. Absolutely. Um, Japan has moved forward with similar research. The country has issued um, issue draft guidelines allowing human embryos to be modified with CRISPR and other gene editing technologies. In Japan, the guidelines restrict manipulation of human embryos for reproduction, although it's not legally binding. So if they do it, it's no punishment for it. Um, but science is far away from using CRISPR to just make designer babies, at least for the U.S. That's because the congressional rider forbids the U.S. Food and Drug Administration for even considering any human trials that would involve modifying human embryos for reproduction in a woman. So as of right now, Congress has strict guidelines, but we know that's a vote. That only takes a vote, and then that's gone. So um, right now, at least they're trying to fight back against it. In a U.S. trial sponsored, a trial sponsored by the University of Pennsylvania and a company called T-Munity in 2018 recruited 18 people with multiple myeloma, sarcoma, and melanomia who, have, who haven't responded to traditional drugs or seen their, uh, or have or they have seen their cancer come back after treatment. The investigators extracted human immune cells from the men and women to use CRISPR genetically alter them to attack the cancer cells. The editing cells were infused back into the patient. It was successful in 16 of the 18 patients eliminating the cancer cells completely. The other two patients had a serious reduced levels of cancer after the treatment. So it worked in 16 out of 18 other people to remove the cancer from them. So this thing is being used and it works. This is going to be um, out there. This is going to be something that is, is definitely going to be around. A major fruit that we all eat. Mm-hmm. The, the, the fruit is not... I mean, I, I know tomatoes are not real because I can look at the veins and the tomatoes and see that they don't look like mm-hmm. the veins used to look back in the day. The fruit is not real. I bought some apples. I had to throw them away. They didn't have no seeds in them. And so, you know, mm-hmm. we are already dealing with these uh, engineered stuff already. And so mm-hmm. if you eat the food, and it is, and it's going in your body. That's affecting you too. It's getting too inside of you through the food. You it's changing your DNA because our DNA bonds exactly. with DNA. Yeah. Um, uh, we do have some eat. people. We do have uh-huh. some people that that's sitting at the table. 
want right, to join the conversation. Ten minutes to finish. Um, okay. With my my notes here, and then we'll go right to it. Uh, I'm gonna go fast okay. here. Major food that we eat, we all eat it, has and have been eaten, is on the verge of actually going extinct. Um, due to a bacteria disease that farmers that has farmers worldwide losing billions. This is the banana, the Cavendish banana. Also, we also call it the Chiquita banana. Has been mm-hmm. is becoming infected through a root and stem uh, fungus. The banana is dying. There's a race to reinvent it before it's too late. The banana is ranked as the world's most popular fruit. Scientists are racing to use gene editing to try to save it. Tropical race 4, also known as TR4, a strain of fungus that lives in the soil, is impervious to pesticides and kills banana plants by choking the water out of them and the nutrients out of them. TR4 only affects a particular type of banana called Cavendish. There are more than 1,000 banana varieties in the world, but Cavendish, named for the British nobleman that grew the exotic fruit in his greenhouse, makes up almost the entire export market. Brazilian apple bananas, for example, is a small and tart with a firm flesh, while stubby Pissack Arwak bananas are a staple of Malaysia. It's much sweeter than Cavendish. But no banana has become more common as Cavendish. It accounts for 47% of the global production of the fruit. According to the Food and Drug Administration in the United Nations, it accounts for 50 million tons of Cavendish bananas every year. 99% of the global banana exports are this banana. The Cavendish hasn't always been popular before 1950. Europe and America bananas of choice were called Gross Michael, a creamier, sweeter banana that dominated the export market. Unlike the Cavendish, which needed to be transported in boxes to protect its fragile skin, the robust and thick-skinned Gross Michael bananas were ideally suited for long, bumpy journeys across the Atlantic. At the time, their thin, their thin skin and slightly bland Cavendish was seen as second-rate bananas. However, those micro-bananas had one weakness. It was susceptible to tropical base 1 virus. So we're up to tropical base 4. The gross, the gross micro was wiped out by the tropical base 1 uh, fungus back in, um, in the 1890s. Okay, so the 60 years that followed that, um, in 1960, the world's largest banana exporter, United Fruit Company, now called Chiquita, began switching to the Cavendish, followed, following the lead, the smaller rival standard fruit company, now called Dole, switched in 1947. So this um, banana that we've all eaten, we all go to the store, we get the same bananas. That's just one of a thousand varieties of banana. However, that banana accounts for 99% of the world's bananas that are put in stores, and it's dying. This fungus is killing it, and I mean, it's killing it bad. And they're trying to figure out how to save it. So they use CRISPR to save it, to grow the banana that's not susceptible to this virus. And that, the banana that we've been eating for the last 
five or six years. It looks and tastes the same, but it's not the same banana. And we don't even know. This one is not susceptible to this TR4 virus. Um, and the, um, I'm going to end this off here. The world's first attempt to use CRISPR gene editing tool to treat blindness is showing hints of success. Researchers reported at, vision, at a vision, conf, uh, um, vision conference of six people who received the therapy starting in March 2020. Two can now sense light. One of those can now never get, navigate a maze in dim light. The six adults had severely impaired vision and got an injection treatment called Edit 101 in one eye and one in the uh, um, one of the three doses in the other eye. For those who had side effects were mild, they included eye pain and inflammation. Of the of the six patients, five vision results were uh, were available and they made significant gains in vision. Two, both of whom received a mid-range dose, could sense light more than they could before the treatment. One of them was able to tell that it was a sunset. As it was measured their response, they were able to tell flashing lights. These people were totally blind before. Okay, so as they keep treating it, it'll get better. And, uh, investigator Mark Pensisi of Vision Science Researchers at Oregon Health and um, Science University presented the results to the National Retinal Generation um, Symposium in, in Tennessee. Not that that's important, just to cap it off here. In addition to the overall results, he said one of the patients who could see, who could sense more light, a 54-year-old woman, also improved significantly on tests of vision acuity six months after the treatment. In effect, she was she went from be, not being able to see the E at the top of the eye chart. Um, so this is working to treat blindness, sickle cell, cancers. I mean, um, you could fix the baby so they don't get sick. Sounds great. Next week we'll show the other side of what this thing is. And uh, you could go to the line there. Okay, uh, let's see, 773895. I don't like to be waiting. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't you doing like that. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, y'all? Good. We, I mean, we're hearing all the um, Frankenstein man. stuff. Yeah, I yeah I got a little say something about that. Some of these grocery stores down here too. But let let me let me read you a quick uh, press release from um, the website Illinois.gov, and this is dated Wednesday, August thirty first, two thousand and twenty two. It's entitled "Governor Pritzker Welcomes Immigrants Traveling from Texas to Chicago." Chicago Governor Pritzker issued the following statement in regards to news. Uh, of buses of recent asylum seekers and uh, migrants arriving in Chicago Wednesday evening. Quote, Illinois welcomes refugees, asylum seekers, and immigrants, and we are working with the federal and city officials to ensure that these individuals are treated with respect and safety as they look to connect families and friends. My great-grandfather came to this country as an immigrant 
fleeing Ukraine in 1881. Immigrants, just like my family, seeking freedom and opportunity built this country. Illinois is and always been a welcoming state. He didn't say city. He didn't say state. So I said that to say no matter what mayor you got in office as far as Chicago or county president, you got to stop by stop start at the top first. You got to get rid of that governor. If you're into the voting thing, it's got to be a clean sweep. Governor, county president, mayor. Because yeah. otherwise than that, it's it's a wrap. It's a done deal. So I got an idea. I got an idea. Huh? I got an idea. You just gave me a great idea. Krista, since he wants all these immigrants <laughs> to be welcome, he should be nice enough to open up all his Hyatt hotels and let them stay there. That would be great. He owns the Hyatt. I if mean, I'm not mistaken, work. he's already done that. But see, you, bro, you oh, already own it because. Oh, right, some of them, right. Of them and, and, um, and it's funny you, <laughs> it's funny you said that because um, a story that came out in Chicago about a month or so ago that a lot of people were complaining because, you know, now since it's getting, it's, well, this basically the summertime now down there, a lot of people are trying to get, like, rent hotel rooms and stuff down in downtown Chicago, and they're all booked up because they got immigrants in them. And you're right. His cousin, his family mm-hmm. runs the Hyatt Hotels. Ironically, I forgot his name. The one, the specific one that you mentioned, dealing with the hotels, he's somehow mixed up in the scandal with Chase Bank and Jeffrey Epstein, by the way. So, I'm sure. Yeah. So um, his great-grandfather, Nicholas Jacob Prisker, was born July 19, 1871, in the city of Kiev, Ukraine, and he died February 9, 1957, at age of five, and his burial place is in Chicago, Cook County, Illinois, um, at the Memorial Park Cemetery in Skokie, Cook County. Well, he died in Chicago, but he's buried out there in um, Skokie, Cook County, Illinois. Now, going to the Franken food. Now, me and you, I think we had a little um, dialogue going back and forth about a month or two ago about Kroger's and stuff. So, like, down here in Tennessee, especially around the Memphis area, um, Kroger is pretty much the main grocery store down here. So you have a Kroger's, you have two Whole Foods stores, and then you have another small chain of um, quote on so-called organic uh, food stores called Sprouts. And what's interesting, like if you go into Kroger, well, I stopped pretty much going into Kroger's, but like if you go into Kroger's and you go into the meat section, they got it split up in two sections. Basically, you got the fake meat and the real meat. But then again, now you you can't really tell if the meat is actually real or not anyway. But like with the Beyond mm-hmm. Meat. They got that in a certain section, and they got the regular meat in another section. Now, in the grocery store, Sprouts, it's pretty much set up the same way. They got a whole section with all the Beyond Meat and everything. But the funny thing about that, like the people down here, a lot of people are not buying that shit. It's sitting, it's sitting right there where it is. But now what's interesting, now if you go to the frozen section in that store where they have all the uh, prepared foods where you put in the oven and heat up and the microwave stuff, if you look on the packaging, they have all this Green Deal, 
and ESG stuff all over the packaging now. So it had the, the what the the chemicals. The Green the Deal ESG, um, you know, um, the um, what you call that thing? It's the Green Deal agenda. They had the stuff on the packages saying that this is okay. a recyclable, we're down with the ESG and stuff like that, and now they have it on the packaging yeah. of the food and stuff that's in the grocery stores. That's now, right. And now down here, luckily, I don't know how much long this is going to last, the further you go out and go out of Memphis, if you go into the little towns and suburbs, by the way, a lot of the power and stuff is still out down here from yesterday, but uh, that's that's for a different story. Um, you still got the old school fruit and vegetable stands where they sell all the stuff that's picked straight from the farms or whatever. So push come to shove, you can still go there and get you like your fruits, your strawberries and stuff like that. But then what's interesting, like from the town, the time I had left from up in uh, Chicago and came down here, I couldn't find no damn uh, grapes with seeds in them. And it was like no matter what That's store right. you went into, it was yeah. all grapes without, without the seeds. Right. Same here. And so it was one store. I, I can't remember what store I had went into. I found one store that sold the actual grapes with the seeds, but I didn't get them. And so it's just like what you said earlier, Beth. It's like you, the, the, the food it's already been GMO, and it's just like it's all mixed in with the regular stuff. Now, you don't know what you're eating now unless you get it, crack the shit open. Oh, okay, if it's got seeds in it, I'm good to go. If not, you know, ain't no point of getting it with the bananas, mm-hmm. the corn, and, and that's everything. Yeah. You know, but yeah. it's, it, it, it's crazy. Yeah, now they, they want to um, do this to us. Same thing they've been doing to the plants and stuff all these years, the food. Now they say, okay, now let's do it to humans. You know, we can, we can make them how we want them to be. You know, you can make yourself, you know, genetically modified to right. resistance to this and that. And, and, that. Like every, and I'm glad you want. said that because and then another thing that's in the stores, you know, especially down here, I know there's other places, everything, most of the stuff now has got a plant-based label on it. Just because it says it's plant-based don't mean it's plant-based. It's probably some, some old other shit in there. But it's all over well, the stores had, now. Well, Dr. X had talked about that, and they're they not talking about the greenery plants. They're talking about plant, like the factory plant. Right, right, exactly. Let me add, Kwame. Are you there? Hotep, Hotep, and better love. Hotep, better Dad, love. Brother Thomas and brother. Hey, wait, well, wait. One question for Derek before he goes. Derek, did you he, see the awards last night? Okay. No, I didn't even know that was on. Oh, okay, okay. I'm waiting for someone. I know, it I know. Was Kwame so bad down here last night. I, I didn't. You know what? I didn't even know it was on. To be honest with you. Well, it was like it was like Magic City. Man. Go ahead, go ahead, no problem. <laughs> yeah, and thank you for you know that information on CRISPR and you know this whole thing with GMOs and CRISPR. The thing is, is that and it's uh, it's got to be researched that these food chains, Kroger's, 
Walmart, where Walmart gets most of its stuff imported in, a lot of its stuff comes in from China. But the other part is, is that they are now manufacturing, CRISPR is manufacturing for these these chains of, of supermarkets and being mm-hmm. able to supply them with this, this modified food in order to get the people to consume it and not overstand it. That's what it's getting ready to do is the genetics that's getting ready to happen with the gene. Seedless grapes make seedless people. You know, so anything that you're eating, and the other thing that's happening that we have talked about at the gathering was the indigenous people, and there's a sister on black foraging. And what we're doing is we're teaching how to go out and forage the foods that are grown in nature, just like Derek said, that he could go outside of Memphis and find farmers that that have produce that they grow in their own garden, you know. So the thing that we've got to look at is where do you want to eat from? And what they're now pushing is, is that food sovereignty because food is medicine. And the thing that you're doing in is that you're eating something that's creating you to have to go to, to what? The health industry because your health is going to deteriorate because it's not getting the nutrients from the artificial food that you're putting in you. And then, like you were sharing, CRISPR is is blindness, and you're talking about other things that they can work with the blood and cancer. The American Cancer Association ain't going to let them come up with a cure for cancer because that's a trillion-dollar business almost. So what you're looking at is they're modifying, and what they're doing is looking at another way of genocide. And so in them creating this genocidal process by feeding you, the indigenous are saying now with their food sovereignty, we should not eat anything that is not grown in its own packaging. And that that's the part of foraging and and having fruit trees. Do you know most cities have only male trees because the female tree, the male tree uh, releases the pollen why you have people having allergies so hard in cities is because basically the trees in the cities are basically male and they, they pollinate heavily. And that's the part that they, they pollinate in order to mix with the the female. That's the problem we have in New York. All the trees are male and and you'll see all the pollen on the ground and it'll be stacked up like from the street up the curb to the sidewalk because there's no female tree to collect the the pollen, so right, and that's mm-hmm. what they're Same doing. Same in Chicago. That that that's what they're doing. Here. But the other part you were talking about, Derek, when you were talking about, you know, I'm here, I'm still here in Illinois, and yeah, you know, the governor is giving this, and they they got the immigrants on the south side, but you have to look at something. They calling them immigrants, and and uh, what else did they call them? They got another name. But you look at what they're doing with the people coming from Ukraine. They are called mm-hmm. what? Refugees. I mean, yeah, they're refugees from war-torn country. And what they're doing with them, a single person is $916. A couple is $1,300 automatically plus health care. Automatically, each person that comes in Ukraine as a refugee, they are given the income and the health care. Mm-hmm. But the, and the taxpayers are not, paying for that. 
You saying what they have to do? No, I'm saying the taxpayer, that bill they had just passed, um, right. that's on the back of the taxpayers. They got flipped the right. bill for that Medicare, Medicaid. Yeah, but you're looking at, you can go on, Ukraine refugees in the United States will receive a pension and health insurance. They receive in 2023, the minimum is $914 per month for a single person or $1,371 for a married couple. So when they come in here and they're coming in, not from the South, they're coming in through Canada. Because Canada has, has, Trudeau has made a deal with Ukraine that your immigrants can come into our country, and they're coming into Canada, coming down through New York, coming into to, to, uh, America through, the, through Canada. So they're not looked at as immigrants. They're looked at as refugees. Refugees. Right. I see, what you, I see where you're going. Wow. You see, where they, you see how they're using it. But the, you have to look at those people coming up from Colombia and South. Those are drug wars, but they don't look at, at that as a war because they're using the drugs to make their money. Right. Yeah, because they created all those drug wars. Yeah. Right. So we've got to look at how are we going to start sustaining ourselves. And I've been meeting a lot of folks that now the brother up here, he just died. His name was Artemis. And Artemis was, he has 200 acres that he's in Alton, uh, Virginia, right there, North Carolina, Virginia, 200 acres. Now they're developing, putting it on, uh, building small, tiny houses there, but they're using it and farming the land because he inherited from his grandparents that was a slave. And the thing that Artemis died from, he died from prostate. And the thing that we really look at, Artemis, you remember the, the Woolworth in, in Greensboro, uh, North Carolina, when they were sitting there for the, at Woolworths? He was one of the brothers that was sitting there and got attacked when he, when he was a young college student. Mm-hmm. So we're okay. looking at, and luckily he left it to, uh, his his wife and another sister that and a brother that he knew and grew up with, they are now managing that land and what they're doing with it is developing and what they're looking at and and developing into a township because you got 200 acres of land. He's they're developing it into they're trying to get a uh, what are you a corporation to where they can turn it into a town where they will be able to manage their own property, their own land that they're on, and be able to set up their own type of government to run it the way they want to run it on that 200 acres. These are the ways in which we have to begin to look at how we do it. Yeah, they're making the artificial technology. They're making all of this artificial, but the thing where we have to understand, divine intelligence is greater. It will always be greater because man cannot make a law greater than what the law of nature is. They can imitate it. That's artificial. That's why they call it artificial intelligence. It's not a real way. The law of nature, the law of the cosmos and the universe are the creator's law. There is no no, no altering it. The sun's going to come up in the east. It's going to go down in the west. It might be two of them up there, but it's still going to rise in the east and go down in the west. 
That is the law. And you know what's interesting, Kwame? Like I said, I've only been out here a few months, but I didn't know, like, if you go further east outside of Memphis towards Nashville, it is a lot of, and I ain't talking about no vacant lots like in Chicago. I'm talking about it's acres and acres of undeveloped land out here. A lot of it is for sale. Ain't nobody buying it. And what they're doing, they're building brand new, some of they're taking some up and and building like brand new two, three, three, four hundred thousand dollars houses on them. But see, the real estate is going up so high down here, a lot of people can't afford it. But it's a lot of non-used farmland down here. And Millington and all, it's all over the place. It's untapped. Right. But you got, you know where Lamar Street is? Lamar is old 78. Lamar runs right outside of Memphis, out of 240, runs into 78, which is Lamar Street, runs into yeah. 22. That is the new superhighway for the trucking that's going to be running from Memphis. You notice that, that, that coming in on, on 22 to 78, all of that over there is nothing but railroads and, and, and containers. That's how they're going to do the transporting from Louisiana up to Mississippi. It's going to be a transportation hub. Just like that's, that's the same thing they're doing in Inglewood and Illinois. That's going to be a right. rail hub. Because it is the central hub. And what we're talking about in 2050, the super railway trade road. That's what they're doing. It's going to be divided into regions. They're going to run super rail running from east to west and from the from south to the to the Midwest. And this is how they're going to distribute to these these marketplaces in order to be able to eliminate interstate. Wow. Let let me it's bring someone like else to the table. Let me, let me bring uh, 323207. You at the table. Hotel family, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Hotel. Yes, sir. Better love. Better love. Better love. Uh, great, great, great show, Brother Tut. It's good to hear you back in rotation. And I'm looking forward to next Thank week's you, demonstration of you going further in. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, yeah, I just want to comment on, on the conversation that I was hearing. Um, it's a trip because I be dealing with my daughter, and she about ten, eleven years old. So she trying to, she's starting to um, uh, comprehend at least what's going on, or, or be more aware of the conversation. So she had um, brought me to a TV show that my mom and them have put her on to on Netflix. I'm not sure if you've seen enough of Bad or Brother Tut. It's called Sweet mm-hmm. Tooth. Sweet Tooth on no. Netflix. Sweet Tooth. Mm-mm. What is it about? It's along the conversation of what we were talking I about today with the designer in regards mm-hmm. to the designer babies. Um, some type okay. of disease went around, and um, something that had happened in the, in the show to where I guess the, they started producing animal children or something like it was hybrid children that they were um, basically producing now or something like that. It's it's crazy. Yeah, I, I only got into the first episode and was blown away. 
But um, yeah. So the, the children that was being produced now in that paradigm were like alien hybrids, and so that's something you might want to look into because it, it was tripping me out. And I've seen that show, and they're mutants, and what they have is is certain. They they mix the animals. Some scientists mix the animals with the human embryos and found out that they would they would be able to take on certain characteristics of that animal. But also in them children having those abilities, they have a, a, a certain one could hear real, just like a dog could hear sounds that we can't hear as human. One has a sense of smell. So what they're doing is showing that how each species of animal, if it's in the human's animal brain, what they what they're really telling you is that that animal part of our brain is where that dormant part of us is no longer being used. Mm. Yeah, that, it was it was pretty deep. It was pretty deep, you know. Yeah, I, I just also wanted to address um, basically. Well, I know the, it was the CRISPR yeah, technology, yeah. brother. Pat. It, it sounds like they bring a cloning on top of the ground. They, it it sounds like they're trying to normalize. Because with the with the what you was describing as far as with the technology with them editing things, it sounded like you were describing cloning to a degree of them trying to normalize it. And um, that just brings me to the movie yeah. Soylent Green, ultimately to where they they just trying to have us eat each other or you know killing off the the our food source to where we ultimately you know turn cannibals. Or something of that nature, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna fall back, y'all. I appreciate it. Well, if you think about it, they already altered everyone who took the shot DNA, right? Right. right. It's called For mRNA. Real. It's called the mRNA thing. So they've been working with these genetics, and they could alter DNA. They could alter RNA. So this is what this disease is. The, the the vaccine was made from this type of technology. Take the this and cut that out, and you interject this into your body now, and that sequence is gone. And but it didn't work, right? Because people still catch the COVID even if they took that shot. So either way, well, either way, this is all, in my opinion, they're, they're changing the the climate. I think they're doing that themselves. Right? They're trying to melt that ice up in Antarctica, so they have all this new land, new plush land that they can pillage through. So they have to change the whole Earth's climate. And, of course, people are going to be able to withstand that climate. So they have to genetically modify the people to withstand the genetically modified climate, if you catch what I'm saying. Because they wanted to get away, get away with mosquitoes. Well, if you're going to raise the temperature, then mosquitoes are going to be everywhere. So I can see, yeah, you want to get away with the mosquitoes and the diseases that they cause because, you plan on raising the temperature, you know. So uh, I think a lot of what they're doing, it's a, it's like uh, everything is working toward the same thing uh, to uh, get that ice melted, heat up the Earth's temperature while still blocking out the sun. That, that's really their their ultimate goal. Uh, so what, I, I, mm-hmm. yeah, but on the Antarctic, and that that's where the most landmass is, and this is where they're they're all of these countries are have placed their flags. The thing that's happening with that, yes, there's land because that land was connected to South America and Africa. 
when it broke off from Pangea. The part that we're looking at is when you one part about that ice because that ice is pure water that's been frozen over millions of years. So now it's been released back into the ocean, evaporates, comes back down to the earth as rain as more purified water because of the water pollution that we're doing to the oceans and to the rivers and lakes. So what we're looking at is, yes, we, we need that water is why Creator froze it and left it on the planet because this time we, this planet and solar system was going to come around the galaxy again, and we would have to have something of some type of pure, purity that we have for the next evolution. And the thing that's happened that's dangerous with it is, is because there were bacterias and things that were frozen in that land and on that land if it becomes airborne that they have never had to deal with. And you know what's interesting, Brother Kwame, um, when they had that, they called it a fail storm or something that hit this region um, last night. Now this morning, come to find out, certain cities here and down in Tennessee, they didn't want people using the water. They had put like a um, a curfew on the time you use the water because they were saying something about the storm had did something with the, the water and they, drainage system where the pressure was low, and plus they knocked out all the power and everything. Right, but and, that's um, what happens. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, and then, like, the storm I hit here, Kentucky, Arkansas, where, matter of fact, parts of where you at, too. Right. And um, so it's important, like, even with the with the, what, the point you made about the water and everything, you, you should be stocking up on stuff like that because you never know what's going to happen. Right. And, you know, I got some friends just did, they went and did crystal dig for the, for the summer solstice. And they were in hot springs, and they were getting the water that comes up out of the earth at 143 degrees, a million and a half gallons comes up out of the earth in hot springs, wow. Arkansas, every day. And that water is pure silica. This is what crystals are formed from. And it comes from the core of the earth. And the thing that we're having is, is because we're having these, these, these freak storms, and we're also having coronal mass CMEs, and the Schumann frequency is going up, and these are having to deal with underwater piping. And this is why it may be that part of it, because you're getting a lot of sinkholes, and you're getting a lot of pipings that burst, because when that frequency goes into the earth, these old lead pipes and old pipes that's in there, they will burst. This is why they're changing these, these piping systems and sewage systems that's running under these cities is because they got to change it because they know that these frequencies are going to cause damage. Hey, one quick thing. I don't know if that brother's still on the line uh, where he was talking about the, um, the mutants and everything. Have him and his daughter go back. Now, I don't have Netflix or anything, but what he was talking about with that series on Netflix sounds very similar, uh, similar to the whole X-Men cartoons and the X-Men movies, especially dealing with Wolverine. So go back and um, go back and watch have, watch those too because it's the same premise. It, it, it takes me to uh, the Hunger Games too, the Hunger Games series where. Um, mm-hmm. 
in the in the in the um in the sophistic in the bourgeoisie community they was animal hybrids and doing all types of things like that like like the brother Robert X is warning us. So yeah, right. this, this technology advancing. It's getting out of hand, man. And then it, it, let's not mix it with the LGBT pedophile agendas, which I'm pretty sure they're gonna you know try to use this to their benefit as well. So I mean, you know, Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein was doing all types of things with his DNA as well. Right, it's it's very interesting. You you mentioned the Hunger Games because the sister, the the actress named Jennifer Lawrence, that played in the first few, she was actually one of the uh, when they rebooted the X Men. She played uh, I forgot the character name. She was able to she was able to shape shift and turn blue and stuff. I forgot what the name is, but that was the same actress that played in the Hunger Games too. Oh yeah, all of the blue lady. And all Listen, of this, what I was talking there. about is um, it's called the hybrid. So that's the mm-hmm. half man, half animal, like the um, like the beast in the X Men. You know that blue man. He's, he's half man, half you know gorilla or whatever. Um, so right, that's, that's his name, Beast. Right. All, that's all part of what I'm gonna get into next week when I get more conspiratorial. You know what I'm saying? Because of course they're not saying this is what we're doing, but um, you know like um. Captain America, or um, you know any super enhanced human who has something foreign entered into them to change their DNA, or uh, Spider-Man, you know, um, right. you know. So all of these are are where they're going. These are called hybrids. That's the next step after uh, they get us to accept the the, the simple alteration because it's gonna sound simple. You know, you I got bad eyes. Let's just say if my wife got bad eyes, and we don't want our kids to have bad eyes, so we simply right. have a little alter to their to her embryo where they go in there and they snip out the bad eye gene and put a good eye gene in there. We're thinking we're doing what's best for the the child, but what we're doing is we're making it more acceptable for when they add. Uh, well, how about when um, you you want gorilla strength? You know, the strength of a gorilla. We can put this gorilla um, marker in here where your arm muscles are, and you'll get, you know, super strong arms, you know. And uh, how about but what, uh, we take – Yeah, but what you're saying is is that what they're doing is altering <clears throat> and making this artificial food because we won't go back to the natural food. What does a gorilla eat? Gorilla don't eat no meat. It eats nothing but vegetables. It eats all the plant life around it. That's what a gorilla eats. It forages on on plant life. And it's one of the strongest animals in the jungle. And so what we're looking at is they're making an artificial food. What I I, I had an elder, and she made, she took the women and they... they That's that's not what I was talking about. What I was talking about is the to creating a, a hybrid when they're able to say um, uh, instead of you getting a genetic marker of another human that is better than yours per se, this, this human doesn't get high uh, high blood pressure, doesn't run in their family line. So you cut your high blood pressure out of your family line and, you you know, with your child and you give them this this genetic 
uh, marker where it's not is non-existent, so they won't get high blood pressure or anything. But what happens? Sounds like an upgrade. Give you the, yeah. But what right. happens when they give you the um, option now to have um, the 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 sight of an owl? Now you could you could have owl vision. You can see at night as clear as day. What happens when they give you the the speed of a cheetah? You know, like it, mm-hmm. it's, it's gonna go further than just where they want to go with it, they have to go through these steps. Once they get us to accept this, now that next group of children who benefited from that better eyes and not having hypertension, they'll be willing to accept the next step to it. You know what I'm saying? But it's going to go in phases. If you catch, I, I know that's what I was trying to say. Right. And and what I was sharing was is that we we never had as 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 a big of an epidemic in the humans as what we have now since they have changed food and since they have herded people into areas that now they're they're lacking in the natural resources that once upon a time we didn't have all of these diseases on this on this turtle island. Before the invaders came, we didn't have high blood pressure, we didn't have all of these diseases that we're now facing, yes, that was a time ago, but it was the way in which we knew how to balance with nature and eat from nature, not from a how can. Will, how would we know? How would we know they didn't have those things? Because even in the excavation and, and looking our, scientifically, they have looked at the bodies and seen that they haven't had all of these diseases that we, we now have. Because, I mean, like, when you talk about uh, the, uh, the ancestors, that we only know about them what they vote about them. You know what I'm saying? But I get what you say. You could probably excavate the bodies and see. But I, I have a, a, a feeling that, you know, at one point in time on the earth, man didn't live but to 20, 30 years. You know, it was definitely some diseases and stuff out there back then. Well, you know, I think it's always it, it, been... Um, or maybe maybe that the... some of those diseases and stuff had to do with a bad diet with eating, but then again, also stuff mm-hmm. stuff chemicals they put in the food. Also, you put the they put the stuff in the food. You eat the food. That shit fucks you up. And I and even in, and even mm-hmm. in my lifetime, I I see diseases that wasn't there when I was looking little. Just for example, HIV, AIDS, all of that. That's man-made. We didn't, nobody had to deal with and herpes. We didn't have to deal with that when we was, uh, you know, when I was younger. And I remember and, my grandmother used to tell me yes. that, uh, you know, we didn't. She used to say we didn't have all of these diseases, and and I was little. And they used to go in the backyard and get all kind of stuff. And she used to give me all kind of stuff. I didn't ever take uh, medicine coming up. She'd give me some little balls rolled up. And, and they would and go and get some they would go and get the herbs. And, yeah. Right. And we knew, and because one part about it was, is that we weren't privileged, privileged to the medical industry. We're just now mm-hmm. become a great commodity for the experiments of the of the medical industry, and we're also a big profit for the medical industry. Yeah. 
Walgreens and CVS. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why all I was of saying those, all of that medicine. It's ironic that they all came out with the first person to get trial and someone was sick themselves. So you know they're black. You know, they're working on black people. Right. You know, and, and, then, Kwan, and then Kwame, you know, you know, you know this firsthand. And then what about? I'm going taking the military angle. What about all them people that was in the different wars and stuff? Vietnam, Korea, like I said, Iraq, Kuwait. You know, Agent Orange coming back with all these de- different diseases and radiation poisoning and sterile. Right. All them different. damn shots. I mean, that plays a factor in the two. But that's what that's what the war was about experimentation, because you started off in World War One. What mustard gas? Right. Okay, then you exactly. had World War Two. You had Planned Parenthood, the the whole thing of genetics and eliminating all of the Jews because they were experimenting. How do we we have a super race? Because what they read uh, Planned Parenthood, the book about uh, what's her name, Mary. Uh, what the heck is Singer. her name? The rope. Yeah, Mary Singer. Hitler read that book, and that's what he started to look at, saying, how can we do this? And then the other part was they looked at the history of slavery and what they did to people and saying, well, okay, we're going to make us a superior race. But you know what was funny? If you go back and look at the history of Captain America, what you just said, Kwame, the actual first Captain America was black. And they yeah. was exper- experimenting on, on him. He was the first actual so-called super soldier. Right, because that's what they use as guinea pigs. All of the experiments, OBGYN, that women now go to a gynecologist, Marion Sims, practice on slave women. Basically, all the, the medical, Harvard, Yale, all of those medical schools that cadavers and experiment and see how their bodies work because that's what they use. You know, even the wet, the rats, they made white rats specifically in order to get something as close to them as they could be because all rats basically are black. Mm. Except in lab rats because I've never seen a, a white rat running in the alley. Or in the house. <laughs> I seen I seen all types of restaurants in Chicago. <laughs> I, that's one thing I ain't gonna miss. <laughs> and like I just said in the um, presentation, that what the first um, living organism that they were able to genetically modify was that white rat. They still using it to this day mm-hmm. because yeah, that, white that rat, white real. mouse. Yeah, yeah. That's them, you know, so they know, hey, this will work for us. It is also, you know, they, they and we don't need a mouse, right? Because we got heal ourselves. They don't they don't need a mouse to figure out what works for us. What they got to do is take the you know, yellow lap cell to see what the, what the reaction is going to be. So that's really for them, not for us, you know what I'm saying? They already know how we, how we going to react to it by how we react to heal ourselves. But they don't have heal ourselves. The more, and he did the books on melanin, and the thing in which it is that we have to understand that every being starts off with a, with the black dot, which is the melanin, which is the the spirit, and everything develops in that, and even the brain, and even our eyesight. In the back of our eyes, you were talking about the blind person. <laughs> the way it converts, it's got to hit the melanin, 
in order for it to be retransmitted to electrical frequency in order for the brain to understand what it's seeing. Yeah, so they can obviously um, deal with melanin with this research because, like I was showing how in um, Japan, they were able to take the violet tint and make it white, take the color out of the plant. So every time now that this plant grows, it doesn't grow purple anymore, it grows white. They totally changed the DNA of the plant to take the purple marker out and replace it with the white marker. So if that's the case, now you can see uh, white people who essentially turn brown in the sun, you know, and go back to turning white in the darkness. You know what I'm saying? Like it, they could get to that uh, with it, you know, but the the fact that they could deal with the chlorophyll shows that they could deal with melanin. Right. Wow. But the only Design thing that they can't because melanin <laughs> is in the soil. Melanin is what takes seeds, and, and melanin is in some seeds that makes it in being able to take the nutrients in and com- combine with the soil to make it that plant grow what it is supposed to be is because it has a, mel- a melanin sequence already in it. The soil has it. That's why the soil is alive, and it has this whole neural net in the soil that communicates because melanin is a transmitter and also a receiver. Mm. Well, so like, and have you seen like a lot of the babies that's being born nowadays, they kind of look like, I mean, babies look like aliens when you look at them, you know, do the x-ray through the stomach. They all but look now alike. they coming out and they got a, a, a peculiar look about them, like an alien but, look about them. And they come like out on with their head standing. <laughs> but what they you, can hold what their you. head up. Mm-hmm. Right. But the other part oh, yeah. is important that we have to see, because I talked about this. Women, when they conceive, are now carrying cell phones, putting their laptops on there. All of that frequency mm-hmm. transmitting to that embryo and fetus. So mm-hmm. what you're doing is that you're transmitting into your unborn child the frequencies that's going to alter its development. And it's just like all mm-hmm. the women, Kwame, who took them down, um, vaccines and stuff. It was so many stories. That's like, I can't keep up with no more of women having um, miscarriages because they took them damn shots. It was killing the embryo, mm-hmm. killing the baby. Yeah. And we killing it, and where do most brothers carry their phones? You see them, they got them right there on their, on their belt, and that transmission from that phone, transmitting and receiving constantly. Dr. used to preach that all the time. Keep that goddamn phone out your pocket. You keep that phone mm-hmm. in your pocket of your mail, you're going to mess around and have some type of um, cancer in your testicles. You're going to have prostate cancer from the radiation from that phone. He used to preach that. Yeah. And so what we're doing, you take that, you got the phone with the frequency, you got seedless food, you got unnutrient food that's just nothing but something, a filler for the human body then what are you creating? You're creating a lack of being able to reproduce the highest of yourself. It's a combination of a lot of things. It's like a creating a Frankenstein. 
Yeah, but it's yeah. genocide. It's really a genocidal process, a slow way of getting rid of the people because let them eat themselves to death. And and also it, it also adds into I was uh, reading that the, the quote unquote government or corporation, whatever you want to call them, they have an insurance policy on everybody. So they get paid when we all leave from here. I think it's like eleven point two million or something. So now it makes sense why wow. they always want to have war that's going on because they get right. paid and put an insurance policy on everybody. So I, I could definitely see how all of this is tying in. Right, and you look at you working these jobs and you working and paying taxes. And your money is being held up there for you. You you die before it's time for you to get Social Security. What is that? Who gets that money? Who gets all that and money that, you paid in taxes? It goes back to the do. state, goes what? back to the government. Yeah, it there goes you go. back to that. To the, and it's all a money thing here. So, you know, we they, they when they say that we didn't have any money in 1934 when they took the gold, but they traded it for instead of being backed by gold, it's backed by the people, our labor, us. They put insurance on us, so they didn't need the gold. We more valuable than a piece of gold with from the right, insurance. Right, because policy. that's what they did at the Mohawk Conference in 1913 when they went out there, and the Federal Reserve was sold to the bankers. Yeah. They took so over. what they, what you're seeing now is the transition. Because no mm-hmm. longer do they need the people's labor. They got exactly. something that works better than the people. So they need to transition this whole system away from labor. Mm-hmm. Uh, labor mm-hmm. was an invention of the market capitalism system. Prior to labor, there was servitude and slavery. So when they but wanted let- to create a market, let me finish, when they wanted to create a market, they needed to put people into the market. And they put them into the market under the terms of labor, wages, tips, or gratuities, things like that. These are the ways that we can now give the people this new other thing we put in the market called money. Because prior to that, they used gold and silver. Now you got money. Mm-hmm. People work for the money. And right. you also put into the economy the land. They called it real estate. And from that, they created Wall Street, those three things, the people, the money, the land. They put all the things into the market, and now they got to take all of that out of the market because none of that's needed anymore. They got machines that could do the work. So that's the transition they're going through called the Great Reset. They have to transition. Go ahead, Yeah, but what what, what he's saying is correct because the thing that you got to look at, and it goes back to to, to where you're talking about Wall Street, because the first thing that was sold, you can get a book by Sam Anderson. It's called Holocaust for a Black Holocaust for Beginners. And in it, he shows where the, the, the trading of slaves there, when the ships would come in, the slaves coming off that ship, smell so bad that the people were complaining and getting ready to buy the, the, the captives coming off of there that they had to build a wall and then they would they would come and they, they turned around and named that street Wall Street 
the first commodity was sold on Wall Street was us for the labor. And the agriculture is the real estate, which was cotton was king. And then came the industrial age. There's something esoteric about that wall, the Berlin Wall. You got the wall with the border on the on the borders and everything. Yeah, you got that that's China wow. wall. The China Wall. Yeah, the Great Wall of China. Yeah. So as long as we get a Mexican wall, I'll be happy, man. But uh, <laughs> one thing about Wall Street, when you go to Wall Street, you still see the um, planks in the ground, right? Because you, you know that, man, white people love symbolism. So they left that there purposely because they could have taken this up and paved it, right? But the planks in the ground is from where the stage used to be that they would put the slaves on and march the slaves across that stage. So those planks are still there right outside of 11 Wall Street. You you know, people will walk down the street and take pictures of it. But that was actually where they would have the slave market at, right outside. You know, Wall Street, which I didn't realize until I went to my Christmas party at Wall Street on the floor. That's a little small building, man. That's a nothing. Like, oh, this is it? I mean, that shit is small, man. It's it's nothing to really boast or brag about. You know, it's it's a you could tell like hey, uh, they want they kept it in its original they kept the original they could have built something bigger, but I guess for the nostalgia mm-hmm. of it all, you know, but right. it's a little building, man. It's nothing. It's a nothing. Man, walking around yeah. there is tight. And they're still selling people. Commodities and people. And see, 1951 was when the Social Security number started being issued. In 19, the year I was born, six, five years later, they used to call them greenbacks. They were greenbacks, and then what they did was they and Congress said that they would they got rid of the three three uh, three cent penny, and on it was in God we trust. They got rid of that, and then they turned around and put it on the greenback and put it on the back of the of the dollar bill and saying, in God we trust, and then they put the symbols on there. The thing was is that it was about the gold, oil, and drugs. And, the, and mm. I, from my understanding, they're not talking about, that's the name of the trust. They ain't talking about yeah, no gold, oil, and drugs. It's abbreviation. Yeah, yeah. Money is always a derivative of the the economy, of the the industry that's king at the time of of its creation. Mm -hmm. So like on the greenback, that's really, if you look at a dollar bill to this day, it's half cloth, half paper. It's a textile. It's an actual textile. So that's a remnant of the textile the textile mm. industry, which came about in 1871, the second uh, industrial revolution. That's when they came with the dollar. Um, the, after that, the lowest commodity became plastic. So they gave you plastic money. That's a credit card. Right. Now it's right. electricity. Now the most used um, commodity on the planet because of computers is electricity. So they're going to give you money made out of electricity. That's your Bitcoin. That's right. your cryptocurrency, your digital right. money. So they're always going to put the money as uh, the money's always going to be a form of the product that they sell the most. 
you know, and yeah, because- oil, well, plastic comes right out of the oil industry. That's why they gave you the, the plastic cars, you know? Right. But you, the thing that really gets it is, if at the Civil War end, the Confederate money, the Confederate money was taken out out of circulation. But you look at there's a a brother there in in Charleston, North Carolina, and he has a museum. And what he has, you can look it up, and you'll see it just put in the color of money, and he has an exhibit of all the money. Basically, every southern state had our picture on the money. Now, can you just imagine something? If we was using that money with our picture on it, how would we handle that money differently? Mm. I think putting black people on the money today would be the worst thing ever. And I well, said that about I, that Harriet, but, Harriet Tubman bill. Once you right, put that Harriet Tubman on a bill and you give it to niggers, they going to shoot a video at a strip club throwing Harriet Tubman's at a stripper. It's going to totally <laughs> oh, yeah. backfire. You know what I'm saying? Now, it's, this is going to be... Now, they're going to be... Sh- mm-hmm. What did you say happened in 1871? In 1871, they created market capitalism. They created the United States and- of America as a corporation. So with that, oh, yeah. market yeah. capitalism, right? So they changed the whole system from being a system based on servitude and slavery, and they added to it into the market people as labor. They added into the market and, land as real estate and money as capital. So those three things come into the market at the same time in 1871. Um, and, what, and they also and, and eight, have the and, organic and in 1871, mm-hmm. when they, um, when I said that they put the inch because the United States, that's it was it, it was uh, the United States Fidelity and Guarantee Company. That's when they put the insurance on everybody. Right, because what they did was is 1870. That's when the the, the election came. And the Democrats needed the 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 Republicans needed the electoral votes, and the South had it. They said, "Look, we will give you the electoral votes if you take all the troops out of the South and give us the South back." That's where they, that that's where that all came back into the United. They that's when it became United States again, because the Union had and the Confederacy united again. Yeah, see, the the South messed up, right? Because the South, for some reason, they had it good. Um, And they didn't want to give it up. So you got slavery. You got people making all these commodities for you, cotton, tobacco. In the North, they were more industrious. They were like, why are you selling this cotton for 10 cents a pound? Uh, All around the world, when we could take that same pound of cotton and make four T-shirts out of it and sell that for, you know what I'm saying, $5 a pack. Like, you guys are thinking primitive. We're trying to build the market. This was the all the foundation, the formation. This is what caused the Civil War. The North wanted to industrialize all of that stuff. And the South was like, man, we got to, we, we got, we cornered the market. Why would we 
do it your way. You know what I'm saying? They didn't see the bigger picture. You know, they could have been Haynes and Food of a Loom, and they could have been Levi's and all of that. They should have been that. But instead, they fought. You know what I'm saying? They fought. And, 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 and I don't know why they thought they would win. And the other part that you have, too, is because the industrial age, if they had moved the industrial age into the South, because you look at something. They tried to. The South rejected it. That's what I'm saying, because they were looking at how many cotton fields would have to be given up in order to build that type of building in order for them to manufacture there on that land. Everything everything what y'all saying is connected because think about it. Now after like I said, after the whole pretty much the slavery whole industry shut down, guess what happened? A lot of the people from down here left from down here, went up the north to where all the factories and stuff was at. That was that that goes right into the great migration piece. It all it all makes all those all those factories should have been down south. They sent their kids to Harvard, Yale, Princeton, mm-hmm. with the slaves with them. And y'all mm-hmm. didn't see all the damn factories in New York and Pennsylvania and everything? You didn't, what you thought you was just going to have people in the fields and serving you lemonade forever? Like, get up off your, <laughs> but y'all got to build. But you, but you also got to remember, it was, the slavery they telling us it was was not that kind of slavery. You know, this was slavery. Mm-hmm. What do you call that? Indentured slavery? They were getting paid. This wasn't, yeah, they wasn't over, coming mm-hmm. over here and changing stuff. These people constantly lie. So what makes you think they ain't lie about that? Yeah, lie they about had slaves, but the them people, no, about I, the slaves I, came mm-hmm. over here and the slave ships. Yeah, they were slaves. I never said they that. They were indentured slaves. No, I'm just saying this is what they teaching us in school. They teaching us yeah. how you know the whole. Uh, and you know why is it that so many black people have land? You know, if they was all in that kind of slavery like they like they like they're teaching, how black people get all that land down there? But the problem was just the problem is that they gave it they gave it up and went up north. That's what it that's where the people from down here fucked up at. They gave their land up. Yeah. But they making it that everybody came over here and changed and all shape slave ships and all that and it didn't really happen that way. Let's ask somebody else. Our history did not start in eighteen sixty five, eighteen seventy. Thank you. Thank you. Seven four zero. Or, or from Virginia. Yeah. No, I hear what Se- you're saying. Seven four zero. Greetings. Nine, greetings, 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 greetings. Can I be heard? Yes, you can. Oh, interesting things. Yeah. Uh, from Cleveland. Uh, okay. Real quick, just got a couple things to say. Uh, the Asian guy that got in trouble for the uh, CRISPR experiment. Yeah, he went to jail for Nuremberg Code violations. When you introduce mm. mRNA yep. into the bloodstream, the messenger ribonucleic acid, um, you you mutate that person, and that that's a, that's a crime. Um, y'all are touching base on some things, and some some of the key things that we, when it comes to the South is remember them lynchings after the war. 
they started running them folks off that land, terrorizing the yeah. family. So a lot of them had to go Took up north land. and join in, yeah. yeah, join in to them factories. And the factories were were the factories that were established by. I like to call them retards that are bringing all this crazy stuff to the lands. Um, they retooled the factories, you know, to do something even bigger, but for their benefit, not for the people that were coming from the South. So that's really what kept the North and the South separated was that new world mm-hmm. order was starting to roll in here with all this perverted craziness going on in the communities. You know, we, we, we've talked about certain groups, that that are not welcome almost on any continent in this world. We know who they are. They've they've been continuously running experiments. And I'll just remind everybody of this. I was in the military. Three of the vaccines that they gave me, two of them had mRNA in them. Mm -hmm. When I did the research, it was always some doctor coming in saying that, oh, man, we now have this medical emergency based off of the findings of one patient that got sick, you know. So all of a sudden we got to throw in all these unnatural shots into people, and that's the problem. The shots, the food, it's not natural. And when you introduce something unnatural to something natural, you know, weird things start to happen. And here's an example. A lot of overweight people who consume a lot of high-fructose corn syrup, it looks like they're wearing a bag of knots, you know, Mm. You, you just see a lot of dimples because the body doesn't know what to do with that stuff, and it just stores it the best way it can. So it's, it's mutated, you know. Uh, the other thing is malaria. I just found this out a couple of days ago. Uh, when it's introduced into the human body, it turns into sickle cell. So anyways, yeah, this wow. is good stuff y'all talking about. I, I appreciate uh, the conversation, and, and I appreciate being able to add a little bit of little bit of seasoning into the, the pot of stew. We appreciate y'all. <laughs> I'm going to go on mute. Thank you. Thank you. And we appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank and that's you. why when people with, with sickle cell get bit by the malaria mosquito, they don't catch the malaria because they already have the internal version of it. You get what I'm saying? So they live with the permanent effects of malaria. However, they can't get the actual malaria. You know what I'm saying? Because they have the the genetic mutation of it already in them, which made their blood sickly, you know. But when you when that malaria bites someone with regular blood, now your blood starts sickly and you start to die really quick. Well, then that their blood is already sickly, it doesn't do anything to them, you know. Um, Panama, I think they got the highest population of people with sickle cell because they live in the jungle, you know, with mm-hmm. the mosquitoes that, when they built that Panama Canal, it was killing them people down there, man, or killing all the engineers and people that they sent from the United States down there to build it. You know, they ended up having to use a lot of the Panamanians to do the work because they couldn't take them on mosquito bites. Wow. You know, another thing well, I may add. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um, yeah. There's a, oh, man, I think the it's called Monovac. That was another vaccine that they gave me. It had a, a I was looking at the ingredients. It had a um, an inactive strand of tuberculosis in it. Well, mm. later on, I got the shots at like 88. In like 92, 93, I would come down with tuberculosis. I would I wouldn't know mm. what wow. it was until like a year later 
after I had to get tested for a job working at the Arizona State Prison. You had to do a tuberculosis test, and I popped hot. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was a whole whole other story, but I didn't realize just how devastating those vaccine scenes were, but I knew I was having a lot of problems when I was in the military, things that I never experienced, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm still experiencing them now, and I'm a researcher, man. It's like you start talking about patents and stuff like that. Shit, let me go look them up. I'll find them. And mm-hmm. sure enough, I did. Mm-hmm. Just started reading them, and I was just blown away, man. So, yeah, good stuff to know. That, that's just like I think me and you had talked about this before, brother, about um a lot of the soldiers that took them anthrax shots when we came back over here and my whole digestive system, every time I go to the bathroom, it feel like I'm shooting flames out my ass because, like, when they gave us those shots, they would they would be like right underneath, like next to your armpit, and when they stick you with it, it literally felt like somebody was taking a cigarette lighter and lighting it to your arm, and it is just like my whole my stomach. That's where the the acid reflux and the irritable bowel syndrome came from. And then, like, when you go to the hospital and stuff like that, and go to the VA doctor and tell you, well. I didn't have the GERD and acid reflux before I went over there. It was, oh, man, it's probably something you just ate. And then you try, they try to give you a hard time with the disability and everything. But, yeah, it's like like, like what you're saying. Now all these shots and everything that they try to give people, you got to sit up there and do the research. And like I said, Robert Wesley know about them um, patents for all them shots and stuff like that. We, we got to start researching this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Bring it all together like we're doing. Mm-hmm. And I think they do the, prison, the prisoners like that too. I think the, the, the military works. and the prison. Mm-hmm. Those are all Nuremberg wow. code violations, by the way. Right. You have to provide yeah. informed consent. I don't care what kind of authority they think they have over people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I read a they, book about a dude. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Right. Oh, this guy. This guy was on Florida state prison system. And Johnson and Johnson's came in, and they were doing experiments on the prisons, and they were getting like five dollars a week for the experiments, and they would um wow. put these chemicals on their skin, and they have like a piece of plastic over them, so it stays you know moist there, and they'll come back mm-hmm. a couple of days later and see the area of skin. So this the name of the book is called Acres of Skin, where this guy had has this permanent skin diseases all over his back and stomach and chest from the different chemicals they tried to test on them, on the prisoners, and those eventually became, you know, once they found a stable form of the chemicals, they made that the Johnson & Johnson baby fathers. But they tested all that stuff out on these prisoners. It's called Acres of Skin. Mm-hmm. I think I remember that. And they still got sued for the baby powder. But what... Is it who is it the one that was talking about putting the chips in the brain? Was it Tesla? No, uh, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. But back in nineteen in the seventies, we had Bobby E. Wright told us he was a he wrote uh, psychopathic racial. He talked. He was the one who created Minnesota, personality. And he yep. was a psych, right, and he was a psychiatrist here in Chicago. And the part that he was showing was they were experimenting with rapists and child molesters 
putting a chip in that in that area of the brain where the the sexual arousal. So if it went off, that they, they would be able to shock them to get them out of that 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 mood. That's the experiments that they were doing with prisoners in prison. Mm-hmm. That's what they're able to do yeah. with the food too, uh, Elder. The uh, high fructose corn syrup. Salt There's a Peter. couple of other ones that will drive the estrogen level uh, to high levels in the body and create but, all these behavioral issues. So, man. What did they, what did they give us in boot camp that they, everybody put in their powdered egg? Saltpeter. Saltpeter, sodium. Mm-hmm. I believe that well, sodium is a hormone, too. Mm-hmm. They must have yeah, anything that I was gonna say anything that they label as a preservative is is usually uh, hormone based yeah, but Damn. even with that, my uncles are they own a funeral home in Mississippi, and when they go to their convention, they have the biggest laugh saying we learn to embalm people. He said these young people were coming in getting killed, and they got additives and preservatives in their bodies that we don't even have to embalm and they got a shelf life in them about five years. Right. Hmm. Wow. All that fast food they eat. Yeah, but cancel all those preservatives in foods that goes into your body. So your normal system of, of decomposing, you won't decompose. Yeah, and that's that's what's attributing to a, a higher rate of uh, disability in a younger age these days. You know, forty, fifty year olds using walkers like they're eighty. You know, so yeah, yeah, it's all good evidence. I'm uh, that's all I needed to see and all I needed to hear to, to stay away from it. No, I'm good. Well, I want you know, to thank I, everybody. I hate to say it, but uh, with some, one thing's kind of messed up now. Mm-hmm. Um, I found an article here the other day, Shelby County, that which includes um, Memphis, they have the highest rate of child abuse with children uh, that were being sexually molested across the whole country. That's wow. not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, because what ha- I don't know how in the world uh, it was meant for me to find it. I just leave it at that, at that. But the article was really talking about what well, I was just one part of it, but the other part of it was talking about how down here in this area, especially in the Memphis area, they can't find any. They're short um, social workers, and yeah. so like it's like thousands and thousands of child abuse cases and stuff that goes unsolved or doesn't get worked on or doesn't get followed up because. They don't have enough social workers to deal with them and stuff like that. What happened, it was a little four-year-old girl. Um, she was being abused, and somebody, I don't know, the, somebody in the family reported it, and they had um, the DCFS that went in and looked into it. They didn't find out nothing was wrong, but the little girl ended up dead, and I think the parents um, ended up killing the baby. This just wow. happened like a couple of weeks ago or something like that. The little girl was only yeah. like four years old, you know. Judge Joe Brown used to uh, uh, take a lot of uh, cases when he was a judge down there in Memphis. He knows a good deal about that. So that would be a yeah. good conversation piece to have next mm-hmm. 
That's the best. Yeah. Because okay. they break the child by int- introducing adverse uh, experiences, and now you got a person that is so impulsive. You know, by the time they reach their teenagehood, you know they they could be into all kinds of things, even drugs and alcohol, just to try to escape the nightmares from all that shit. So, yeah, right, trying to cope with it. Yeah, right. Because that's what really, if you look at most people with especially heroin addicts, the thing that happens with them, they were so molested and, and, and that that they had to find a way to find comfort and to escape to put them out of their pain. They cut. In, in worst cases, they become sociopaths. Right. And then what, what's the old saying? Hurt people hurt people, and they grow up and become mm-hmm. that abuser. Right. Well, well good show, Godmost. Thank yes, and uh, looking forward to part two next week. And thank everyone that's sitting at the table with us, and thank the listeners. And we'll be back next Monday, and we'll be back tomorrow with Doctor Robert X. Better love. Thank everybody. you, man. Love y'all, family. Better love. Thank All you. Right. All right. Better love. Better love. I got a song filled with shit for the strong-willed. When the world gives you a raw deal, set you off till you scream, piss off, screw you when it talks to you like you don't belong. It tells you you're in the wrong field when something's in your mitochondrial because it lasts on to you like... Knock, knock, let the devil in, benevolent as I've ever been, head is spinning, this medicine, screaming, lick, 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 medicine, it lick, lick, like a salad bowl, Edgar Allan Poe, bedridden, should have been dead a long time ago, liquid Tylenol, gelatin, seek my skeletons, melting, wicked, I get all high, when I think I smell the sin of elephant, manure, hell, I make a lure, screw it to hell with it, I went through hell with accelerants and blew up, my, my, myself again, Volkswagen, tailspin, fuck it, matches my pal skin, man,
Probably kill us both when I end up back in India You ain't gonna be able to tell what the fuck's happened in India When you're bit with the Turn Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.